time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We got Brian Falconer, the A number one co-host Dude, stop, of man. Cigar Talk. Stop, stop, How you stop, doing, bro? Man, I'm doing good, doing good. Bye. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Why not? Because I said. Well, you told everybody I resigned. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Brian, and for you guys that don't know, Brian messages me the next day, and he's like, what'd you do? Yep. <laughs> what did you say, man? Because <laughs> I'm getting all these texts and these Instagrams. Folks like, why'd you leave? I was like, uh, I didn't go anywhere. Dude, I had people just like, hey, man, I hope everything's okay between you and Bryant. <laughs> and I was like, dude's a dick. Yeah, I can believe it. I can believe it. I, I don't ever want to see him face again. Until he's overcome. No, I, 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 I did come clean. I said, hey, man, it was a joke. It was a joke. They didn't take it that way. Well, you know what was funny is when I said that at the beginning of the show, uh-huh. I peppered it in throughout the show with, yeah, I'm glad, glad he's, he's gone. gone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there listening to the show. I'm like, this dude here, man. Hey, man, but you know what? We got you back in oh, as yeah. soon as you were available. Yeah. You had COVID, uh, you know, Moving. you had a couple other things we're yeah. not going to discuss on the air. That's nah, private. No, I didn't have nothing but COVID. That's it. <laughs> so, okay. We're glad you're healthy. I'm still a U.S. citizen. There you go. <laughs> So anyway, let's tell everybody what we're smoking tonight. I'm smoking a Viva La Vida Jester, thanks to Vic. 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 Vic from San Angelo. Yes, sir. With uh, Cigars for Warriors. Yes, sir. Uh, We're actually going to get Vic on a little bit later in the show. We're going to, you know, give everybody a update on what's going on with Cigars Mm -hmm. for Warriors. And we're very fortunate to have Vic in our Pretty close area. He's in San Angelo. Yeah. Hour and, and 15. And you know, he, you know what we'll have to do? We'll have to go down there sometime and hang out with him. <laughs> Where? They got a shop. Yeah, me and Larry went to it, and we was told something beforehand that it wasn't, and we found out it was a great shop, didn't we, Larry? We did. Man. Yeah, so we should do that sometime. Yeah, on, a, on a Saturday, we could zip, zip on down, down there and yeah. smoke and chill. Yeah. And then come back. They got good coffee. They got your coffee out yeah. there. Yeah. He's going to make sure we got good coffee. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that might not know, Vic works at a coffee roaster. And roaster. I mean, they're not, they're not like roasting a pound or two pounds at a time. Nope. Vats. They they are like the national level of roasting They're coffee. Drug dealing coffee. Yeah. And I mean, dude, they make Metric all tons. kinds of coffee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean you name everything. it, they probably, yeah. if they don't make it now, they made it before. So Vic is in town. He yes, comes sir? up from time to time and usually on a Saturday or Sunday. He came up to see And the he came up today. Days. And yeah, he came over and we saw the Cowboys just get drove. <laughs> I mean,. This is an old school. You know what's funny about that is I said to myself yesterday, I bet the Cowboys show up thinking this one's in the bag uh, uh, and they get and they played that way. And they played they, play, dude, they looked lackluster <laughs> from the get go. The, the very first play was the best play of the entire game and that was it and it was what's the quarter or not the running back's name that's not the uh zeke but the other guy yeah, yeah. Uh, you remember i know he's number 20 yeah so anyway he was in the end zone when they kicked off he took it from like three four yards deep in the end zone and ran it past the 50 yeah 
that, that was, was it. And dude, that, that was like got the cowboy crowd going, oh, we're going to kick some ass. Not today. And then they went four and out because they went for it on fourth. And then they went for it on fourth the next time they had the ball and didn't get it. Didn't learn from the last time. No, they <laughs> and they and they never looking looked. Like the, they never looked good on either side. No, of the ball. they just look like the regular Cowboys. Well, that's what Vic said. That looks like last year, <laughs> year before, year and before, the year before that. Yeah. So you know, I hope this is a wake up call for them because it's either going to be a wake up call or they're fixing to like lose seven in a row. That would be so funny to me. I would laugh every Sunday if that happened. I can tell you right now, you know, remember, I picked them to go eight and nine. Yeah. So where are they now? Seven, they're six and two. Six and two? Yeah. So you saying they win two more games and then the rest of them just <laughs> done. That was my prediction. <laughs> now, I will say they've surprised me at how good they've looked over the last six games. And maybe my prediction is going to be blown out of the water. But after today, I'm like. Yep, yeah. I could be spot on. <laughs> Just be fool right. me, fool me once. Yeah, we know that the the end of that. So, so anyway, I'm smoking the uh, Padron 1926 80th year out. anniversary, show out. and it anyway. is well. I you know I don't even have to tell you how good Let's this go is. Let's go to the next topic. <laughs> he tried to show out. <laughs> Dude, I, you can't even think of anything I, to no, say. I was gonna say. Did I interrupt you while you were talking about your cigar? You always I, do. But that's what I do. I thank you. Some <laughs> did I? Yes, you always do. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thought I was going to make a case for myself. Not happening. So anyway, uh, let's talk about our sponsors right Most quick. Definitely. We've got Jay. That you know. Wow. You know he put up one of our cigar talk mm-hmm. signs in the studio. I mean, in the lounge. Right there at the front, I thought maybe he would like tuck it away, like you know, <laughs> put corner. it put it behind the antlers of that deer, <laughs> so nobody could see it. And but no, dude, he freaking put it right there. I made me feel like, well, Jay just blesses you in so many ways. In so many ways, there's no, there's never been a time I've gone into the leaf that I haven't been blessed, except when I found out I had COVID. Well, and <laughs> but I mean, other than that, that still was a blessing. I was like, I need to go home. Anybody just like, who's had the opportunities that listens to this show to actually go in person to the leaf dude when they leave the leaf i hear about how great the leaf is for weeks they never stop talking about it vic could like not drive an hour or so to get here but he does on a pretty regular Mm -hmm. basis and i think that says a lot for how special the leaf is and that's if you get to go in person but let me tell you if you can't make it in person you can call them up and they will make you an order and they get it out the same day every time and they pack it with bovetas Mm -hmm. and like zeka He's actually been in person. He went on and on about it, and he even said, if you guys are not going or calling the leaf, you're doing yourself a disservice yes. because Jay takes, takes care. care of his people yes. every time. And, I mean, you know what? Yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Look down in the show notes, and <laughs> show notes, we'll have the phone notes. number to the leaf. You can call them up. They carry the cigars that sponsor our show, and that leads us to our next one, which is Tabanero. Tabanero. And holy cow, if you have not tried Tabanero, you're missing out on one of the finest perfections on earth. Wow. I have not smoked 
And now I will say I've smoked a ton of Tabanero yeah. in the last two months. Yeah. And I have not had one single construction issue on a single one of those sticks. We know that's your pet peeve. Oh, dude. That, number one. Yeah. Boom. One. That, that right out of the gate. Yeah. Because I can't I, even think if I've had. No, I haven't had any. And I haven't smoked as many as you have, but I've smoked a lot. I haven't had a construction issue yet. Not once. Well, you know. The draw has been perfect every time. Oh, when the we, blends, when, man. When we come back from the break. I'm going to be smoking a uh, a Tabanero mic, oh. and I love that stick. And it's it's a unique Vitola. So, like, I would, like, normally not gravitate to a Vitola like that, and I'll show it to you guys later. But that cigar actually blew me away. Yeah. I was like, that surprised me. That is a good stick. And on that unique Vitola, the burn was still perfect. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. that takes a lot of craftsmanship to make cigars like that. So, if you guys have not tra- tried Tabanero, look down in the show notes, show notes show and there will be a link that you can go to, and they'll check out what they have on their website. Yes. Or you can call up Jay at the Leaf. At the Leaf. And he will pack them up and send them out to you. Every and I'll tell you what. You know, when I first started smoking the Tabanero Connecticut, I, I was blown away. Uh-huh. And then I smoked the Habano. And I was like, wow, that's kicking it up a notch. And then this week I started smoking the Maduros. And I was like, you're making it hard for me to pick, (laughs) but you're giving me great choices throughout the entire day. Mm -hmm. Because I still love the Connecticut first thing in the morning, but I will also even smoke the Habano. First in the morning? First in the morning. Mm. And the Maduro, I'm going to say that's at least after I've had luncheon on. I got you. But, dude, they're knocking it out of the park. Gotcha, Try gotcha. them if you haven't had them. If you haven't had them, you, you are doing yourself a disservice. As I, I agree. Yes. I agree. So let's uh, jump into our pick six of the week. We haven't, you know, since you were gone, <clears throat> well, when you were gone, we didn't do the pick six. <laughs> no, no, we did. Yeah, we did. See, Larry said, yes, you did. You told a story. I did. I, I You fibbed. <laughs> I, you lied every day, all day. <laughs> yes, we know that. <laughs> That's my motto. <laughs> he says it, gauge it. <laughs> That's my policy. Yes. <laughs> what did he say? No, nah, it ain't happening. <laughs> well, it might be happening. No. Nah, it's not true. It ain't true, but it ain't happening. So who's going to go first? <laughs> you are, of course. I know. <laughs> so my pick six of this week in no, no order, the Five Vegas Nicaragua. Nice, nice, nice. You gave me, I smoked one before. I liked it, but the one that you gave that me. That six by four. Oh, man. I love that stick. Dude, I, I, it accentuated that first one. It made me remember why I liked that first one. I was like, yeah, this is a good stick, man. I agree. It's and, and it's not a stick that you're like, that you're thinking is going to be no, something. Uh-uh. And it was solid. 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 And the burn. I even showed Vic the burn. I was like, dude, <laughs> look, look at, at it. the burn yes, on this. Look at it. Dimes. And that's when you know you're enjoying the cigars because you're not having to jack with the construction. <laughs> you know, like you talked about last week, those things you have to do. Right. And number two is going to come in. I had to have this one because I remembered the taste. You remember where the lighter goes right I remember here the in taste. the middle of the I table? I remembered the construction. I remembered everything about it. And it was the definition of solidarity. That's the red ribbon. I don't know if I've had that one. Oh, you need to try it. You need to try it. It's a state. It's a staple, man, because it's one of those that you know what you're going to get every time, every time. And it's 
I hadn't had one in a minute because I was I was with the maroon. I can't remember what the uh what's the maroon one. Conception, conception, yeah, the conception. I had been smoking those for a while. And I walked past, I said, Man, I remember this was good. Let me see. I got another one. I was like, Yep, <laughs> yep. Every time the exact same I'm, thing. I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah. I'm excited. You know what? I love the guys that run that company. Yes, sir. And so I have very high hopes for them. And I hope they just can hit a home run keep with it what going. they're doing. Yeah, yeah, keep it going. And my last is gonna be the one I got out of my cigar rights of America pack. Oh, here we go. Here we go, showboating. Here we go. Now, you smoking a Padron. Hey, you telling me you know I'm, I'm showboating? You know what? I feel like you're fixing to drop the ball right before you cross the goal line. No, no, never that. Opus X Destino El Siglo. I saw you smoking it last oh. night. Anybody doesn't know about Fuente and Fuente, those Opus Xs, bruh. You, you know what? I, I, I'm not a huge Opus fan, personally. I am. I, I'm really not. I mean, if I'm going to spend the kind of money that Opus is, one, I'm going with Padron. I think Padron's better. Why are you laughing? Because it's you. You don't think Padron's better oh, than Opus? Oh, I know Opus? Padron is better in certain, in certain Vitolas and certain blends, yes. I, but this one... Look, I'm not going to put it up. I'm not going to say it's on that upper echelon. I'm saying if you stack them up and you take 50 sticks of each one and you put them on a scale and it's got a chain going up and down. This is Padron <laughs> and this is Opus. Where are we landing? Or don't tell me it's right here. Huh. It's like here. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Like I, There's only like three Opus that I've had that I really liked. Okay. Better than none. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah, you. Because yeah, that's no. the way you were talking. No, no. It's way up here. Opus is way up here, and Padron is down there at the bottom. They they, they keep bouncing off I, the floor. I, I love the Lost City, but I don't like paying $42 yeah. for it. I, I like it, but I can't pay that 42 Right. So, but, I can, so I can, that's why you notice I didn't say I the Lost City. I can get a 1926 for $27. That's true. That's true. And Do then you. I can take that. $16 left over and buy me a uh, Tabanero, a McAuliffe, a uh, Viva La Vida. So I get two cigars for the price of that Opus. Buy me a green air freshener. I got one right there That's for see, you. That's where I'm going with it. It's did on you, you now, you know, bro. Did you know that was there? I've always known oh, okay. those were there. You know, that was They've been there. That was there in the They're Madden not even days. green anymore. That was in the Madden days. Oh, yeah, I remember. We're going to leave that alone. <laughs> True. So anyway, I I do love this stick, and you've got three good sticks. I mean, I'm not knocking the Opus. I'm just you're not going. That I'm way. not digging it is on the level <laughs> that you were. Anyway, next. So my three this week, and I I mean, dude, it's been hard for me to even pick three because I've been smoking like cigars that are knocking me. It's out. hard to pick three when you smoke eight a day. That's true. Yes, sir. When you smoke okay. eight a day, it's hard to pick three. So give me these three, because these have to be dynamic three. They are. All right. If you say that Padron, I'm leaving. No, I, I, <laughs> that doesn't count, because I have not smoked it yet. Yeah, I got you. But it's going to be on next Now, week's. if I smoked this exact cigar yesterday, I could still name it. I but know. that's the rules. You can't. I know. Until it has you, to be right. passed. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to start <clears throat> out with the Tabanero Habano. Okay. That okay, yeah. And and you know what? I've been going back and forth on that one, smoking the Toro, the Robusto, the Toro, like the, the Robusto. Robusto. And 
I think I like the Robusto wow. best. Now, the Toro is very good. Yeah. And Jay just brought in the Torpedo. Mm-hmm. I, and I believe it's a box press Torpedo. Yeah, box press and I like that mm-hmm. one. But I, for me, I just think the Robusto. The Robusto. Yeah. And, you know, I, I probably smoke more Robusto than anything mm-hmm. else I smoke. I do like uh, trying smaller ring gauges. Uh-huh. But I don't really don't like going below a 40. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Uh, so anyway, so great please, stick. Please don't give on Lancero. Yeah. You know what? I, we were talking about that before the show, me and Vic. And yeah. it's like, dude, I mean, once you get down to that 38 ring gauge, yeah. as fast as I normally smoke, True. a Lancero is not really. And I don't really care for at a 38. I don't feel like I get a good draw. Okay. Because you're, okay. I mean, you don't have the capacity I, for the air. I got you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think of the cigars in a very uh, physical way. <laughs> we gonna leave that alone because we know you. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> we gonna leave that. Alone. Can we get number two now, <laughs> please? <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Really, so, me and Larry, really, me. <laughs> so I also had the Habano Casa Cuevas. Good also, stick. a really good stick. And I'm going to tell you what. I think their construction, if I was going to give them a score of 1 to 10, their construction is a 9, and which is fantastic. I can agree with that. You know what yeah. I mean? Because on a rare occasion, I've had a few problems with their cigars, uh-huh. but it's very rare. Gotcha. And it's within the tolerance of me saying, yeah, I'm going to keep buying those. Gotcha. You know what gotcha. I mean? Because you ain't going to spend your money on nothing you don't want. Right. We know you. And, I mean, it's a it's a medium stick. A yes. little bit of spice, spice in it. Yes. Uh, you get like that earthy, burnt hay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the earthy, burnt hay. <laughs> we had <in> Kentucky. <laughs> no, but it, it's, it's an earthy with some, like, just refreshing spice you. you know what i mean yeah, i do it's almost but like I'm a just, bourbon spice. i'm trying to figure out what your definition your description i'm like i didn't get that <laughs> oh I, I was kidding on the burnt hay <laughs> i hope so but anyway no i think and dude it's not a very expensive no, stick it I, I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of eight nine bucks so you know and then for my final cigar that wasn't three. Yes, you will be three. Yeah, this one, the final. Yeah, I just dropped down because I wanted to hear what you. Oh, was I thought say. you were saying I was doing a fourth one. Uh, I was like, because I have done that, and that's the many look, a time. That's, that's the look you give me. He's like, oh, you get another one. <laughs> so no. Last week, well, this last week at the Leaf, I was there and I smoked in the morning for breakfast. Well, not breakfast, but with my coffee, uh-huh. the Galera, Connecticut, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. dude. What coffee did you have? With top it? three, I I think they were having the Colombian that day, and it was spot oh, on. That's a perfect pairing. Yeah, you know what? You, and and like when I have the Colombian or the Sumatra or the Costa Rican, yes. those I love that La Galera yeah, Connecticut. Yeah. What I don't like it with is the Kenya AA. It doesn't hold up to that kick, that kick that, from that right, coffee gas. The yeah. coffee overpowers yeah. it, and so I say it's great with coffee, but you got to know your coffee. Yeah, you don't want something over the top, and then you don't want to drink Folgers with it. No, because <laughs> it's going to overpower that. No, you don't want to drink Folgers with anything. <laughs> Not even with a hangover. It so, might help. <laughs> no, you know, I don't know. 
have I ever shared you or shared with you my hangover preventer? No, I haven't heard this. So a lot of people claim to have a uh, remedy for a hangover. My remedy is a prevention that you never get the hangover. So you do it before. Right. Okay. So let's just say you go out and or let's say you're sitting on the patio and you have more than you normally would. Uh Uh-huh. Which is a, a regular occurrence here at the studio. <laughs> and Larry says that would only be true, but that's always the case. Yes. <laughs> so it's not unexpected. But anyway, let's just say that you have one too many. Mm-hmm. Before I go to bed, I drink two bottles of water and I take four ibuprofens. I wake up feeling like a champ. But you know what's happening with your liver? I don't care. First of all, the alcohol is killing me. Let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> then that ibuprofen is down there like, yeah, keep eating. I'm coming second. I'm coming behind you. Four ibuprofen? You can take three. What's the milligrams on it? I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, if you're taking 800. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. These are just the. You keep forgetting I was a medic. These are in like. Army. I, I want to say. All these, we told people to have was to get a bottle of water and two 800s and get back out there. I think these are like maybe. 40 milligrams. Oh, okay. They're okay. small. Small. So okay. four of those, 160 milligrams. And I tell you what, dude, I wake up feeling like a champ. I don't even notice that I had had anything to drink okay. the night before. Okay. That's yours. That's what I do. I hear you. So it I don't, works for you. I don't need a remedy. Yeah, because when you wake it up in them bushes, you need... <laughs> I just need four ibuprofen. Just let me get four. You know what's funny is what's after a lot of times after we do a show, oh, when I no. go in the house and you know we have been drinking in the you know five six hours, <laughs> when I walk in, you know what my wife calls me? What? Hey, Bushy. <laughs> that's that's been my. <laughs> uh, drunken name from my wife ever since the bushes. The bushes. Yeah, when you yeah. told us about the bushes yeah. again, I was like, this dude, man. I, I come walking in the house. She's like, how you doing, Bushy? <laughs> but you, the, the thing he told me, Larry and Ed, last night, he woke up in the bushes because the phone was ringing. And he's like, you need to come on. He said, well, first of all, I don't know where my car is. <laughs> And second, I got on flip flops. When I wake back up, I'll make it there. I said I can't drive. It's just yeah, amazing, so, man. So, it's all amazing. Right, well, you can't just tell that part. It's amazing. I'm going to give you a brief overview of why I don't drink tequila. Thank you. So, anyway, I don't want to go into all the details, but. I was going to probably get my ass kicked, <laughs> and I had drank a shit ton of tequila, mm-hmm. and I did the old rope-a-dope and hauled ass out the front yeah. door. I was just going to haul ass, but I couldn't <laughs> find my car. So I know I got here. To keep <laughs> myself from getting my ass kicked, I dove into some bushes <laughs> and laid there. And I didn't get my ass kicked. Yep, until the phone rang in the morning. And then at 5.30 in the morning, my wife calls and says, where the hell are you? And I'm like, uh, looks like I'm laying in some bushes. <laughs> so, you know, you. That, that's why I But see, I, I at least this time you still had clothes on. <laughs> Quit creating other stories. Hey, it's too many of them, man. Sure. <laughs> I believe in living free. Oh, we know. <laughs> we know. Living it could be free. 35 degrees below zero. He going to have on the same khaki shorts, flip-flops, and a Hawaiian shirt. Or a T-shirt. 
Art, I got R-T- I got the T-shirt or the Hawaiian shirt. Thirty-five below. He walking in the leaf. Man, we bundled up in the leaf. He's like, it ain't hot. It ain't cold. Where? <laughs> My legs don't get cold. They couldn't. Because <laughs> you don't ever wear pants. I, I don't like. You know what's funny is Larry came in the leaf not long ago and he was like, I've never seen you wear long pants. <laughs> and I thought two things. I thought. That's true. Yeah. And and Larry is old because nobody says long, <laughs> long pants. pants. <laughs> I was like, I had to think, what are long pants? <laughs> I, 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 I felt like I was watching the Lone Ranger and Tonto was like, you wear long, long pants. <laughs> long pants. <laughs> so anyway, guys, uh, we're going to take a quick break and we have an amazing guest. Yes. We have the lovely WWE diva Terry Runnels on the show. If you guys don't know, she's actually a cigar aficionado. Yes. She's been smoking cigars forever. <laughs> and while she was smoking cigars back in the day on the WWE, the owner, Vincent, or yeah. Vince, is it, Vincent. Is, is it, it, is it's it, Vincent, but they call him Vince. But it's Vince what? McMahon. McMahon. Yeah. Is that what we said? Yeah. yeah. I never. <laughs> I'm like, McDonald? <laughs> Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon. Uh, I think the, his wife's name starts with a P. Pam so so the, the funny thing is, Vince would always like tell her, Terry, uh-huh. put that out. It's stinking up the place. <laughs> and then like two months later, he was on the cover of Cigar Fish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> she just couldn't smoke you know what I? You know what? No, he, he doesn't smoke cigars. I said she couldn't smoke cigars. But I said that is exactly the model of Cigar Aficionado. <laughs> Fake. 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 Not real. Yeah. Anyway, we won't even... I don't want to bash Cigar Fish not. Oh, Lord knows I've done enough of that in the past. So anyway, yes. we'll be right back after a quick break. We've got Terry Reynolds coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Oh, no, 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 no. Did you stop already? No. Do it okay. right. So, no, 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 no. We don't have Terry Reynolds coming up next. We have Vic <laughs> from Cigars... For Warriors coming up next. Which so, is what you told him yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, I told you that. So he's going to come on. We're going to get an update about Cigars for Warriors. Mm-hmm. And then when we come back, we'll just lead straight into the interview with Terry Runnels. You're not going to want to miss. She is just an wow. exciting ex- stories to be heard. And I don't know of anybody that is more like grounded and just a good person. But you know what you just did? What? You built this mountain that Vic not climb. Because <laughs> you made everything about Terry wonderful, which is true. And Vic's sitting over there like, man, I don't want to go. I don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah. When he got here, I was like, dude, come on the show and update us. He's like, ah, that's not really my thing, man. And I was like, come on. <laughs> and now you did this. <laughs> no, I gave him a bunch of bourbon. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. So anyway, guys, we'll be right back. And we'll have Vic from Cigars for Warriors. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll be right back after a quick break. Hey, guys, we got Vic from Cigars for Warriors with us. He swung by today. He watched the Cowboys get their asses kicked. We've drank a few good bourbons, and we've smoked a lot of good cigars. Thanks for coming, man. Thank you, Rob. Hey, you're welcome. So uh, before we dive into Cigars for Warriors, 
I want to know when you started smoking cigars originally, because you were talking about smoking cigars in the 90s when I had never even thought of smoking a cigar. Yeah, so I was in the Marine Corps from 79 to 86, so that's when I started smoking. You are old. Early 80s. I am. Wow, you're old. I'm a fossil. Dude, you were in the Marines before I was in high school. <laughs> wow. And I mean, people think I'm old. Yeah, well, you know, someone's so, got to make old look good. Right? Hey, that's what I do. So anyway, wow, man. So way back when you actually went into cigars when it wasn't even like a popular thing to do. I mean, 79. Not so heavy, though. I mean, smoked a few here to there. Right. But I mean, not that many people were smoking cigars and it really caught on. Right. Right. So about when did it catch on? Do you remember? Well, I know there was a big boom in the 90s, the early 90s. And, uh, you know, we're going through a boom now, I think, too. Oh, I, I think we're in the middle of a huge boom. And, you know, the funny thing to me is people thought that it was going to be a big nail in the coffin for so many cigar shops. And I think that the pandemic has actually helped fuel the boom. You know, a lot of people were <laughs> staying at home. So obviously they were smoking at home. Uh, cigars for Warriors, we... Used to do a lot of events, and we still do, but COVID. Yeah, I remember you doing some events here at the Leaf. Yeah, yeah, we have done quite a few at the Leaf. And let me tell you guys something that, like, nobody knows. Like, an event is good. I enjoy going to most events, but Vic makes events badass. Dude, you add so much to an event oh you're and making I, me blush right? i i'm dude i'm serious when you're there representing cigars for warriors i mean you do so much to engage the people at the shops well that's what it's all about i mean so our whole purpose at cfw obviously is to send premium cigars and accessories to our troops that are stationed in combat zones so when our guys get a bag of cigars over there it's literally like a you know a two hour vacation for them because they're they're in areas where they can't get cigars and uh, it also lets them know that you know people at home are thinking about them absolutely and I mean dude that is like when you're in the situation that those soldiers are in the gift of a cigar I mean it's like for the guys that smoke cigars that's like dude. I mean, if I was the Army guy, you know, every time mail call comes, I'm like, where's the cigars? Because, you know, I'm about to shoot somebody here. But, no, I I love what you guys do. And uh, I was asking earlier if uh, Cigars for Warriors was going to be at the TPE, and you said you're pretty sure they are. Yes, I'm I'm pretty sure we are. I, You know what? I'm I'm going, and uh, I'm still waiting if you are, like, working on the tpe if you work for the organization i'm still waiting for our press passes thank you storm do you hear this yeah storm help me out bro (laughs) so anyway uh yeah we're gonna go but i I was excited to find out that they're gonna be there because i want to hang out with those guys yeah yeah, i love smoking and listening to stories from storm storm is a colorful guy no yeah, that's an understatement. He's, he's, he's quite the character. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he's got a great heart for what he's doing. And so, I mean, you, you guys, the organization, I mean, you guys do some of the best charity work 
of all charities that relate to cigars. Well, thanks, Rob. We've we've donated over a million. I believe we're close to one point three million cigars to our troops. No now. kidding. Yeah, so it's it's a big deal, and we're more more than cigars. Um, we'll send anything that's donated to the troops. Coffee socks magazines video games you name it so anything that people send y'all y'all send it all uh, absolutely 100 <clears> percent. <throat> that makes me faint, think that i want to send something fun <laughs> <laughs> well you know it has its limitations you know not long ago somebody sent us a dildo <laughs> yeah we're gonna pass on okay that okay i was like you know that might be you know you never all right let's just let, let me give you storm's that. address for that <laughs> so anyway no you guys you know we'll put down a uh, link to cigars for warriors down in the show notes thank you and if you'd like to donate to them or find out how to get involved i mean nobody in the entire organization takes a dime that's true that's an opportunity to actually serve a community. You know what? I mean, like if Cigars for Warriors had different positions, you know, like a lot of nonprofits do, and they're making millions of dollars, I'm like, you know what? Take some of that money you're making <laughs> and you buy cigars and send them over. You know, it just gives you that, like, I, it, it doesn't make sense, but whenever everybody in the organization is doing it because they want to give back to the servicemen and women that makes it a special charity man yeah and that's what it's all about i mean from storm all the way down i'm, I'm an event coordinator is my title and like you said we are all volunteers uh, storm is the chairman and and one of the founders but um, even he draws no salary from it yeah 100 percent of our proceeds go directly to the troops uh, and the shipping, of course. Uh, well, of sure, cigars. that's part of it. Right. So, I mean, if you guys are looking to be part of a charity and you want to give back, that's the one that I love. So, well, thank you. You're yeah. welcome. And we appreciate your support, Rob. Oh, you know, we got you right here, bro. Yeah, thank you. We got you. you right there. And so, we'll, you know what? We're going to start putting you guys down in the show notes just every week. That way, if people awesome. are looking, it's it's one of the ways that we can help you know spur on what you guys are doing well thank you thank you and it's all about the troops and as we all know it is and you know down at the leaf i've had the good fortune because dais is here mm -hmm. we get to meet several servicemen and women and it's just a great community to be able to help in any way yeah i agree 100%. so be before i let you go I want you to tell people at home or in your car or wherever the hell they are, how good is the leaf? Oh, man, the, the leaf is excellent. Jay just does a fantastic job. Uh, very personable guy. Uh, you mentioned earlier the shipping, anything you need. If you can't get to the leaf, which if, if you live within a few hundred miles of the leaf. It's worth you, the trip. Yeah, you're definitely doing yourself a disservice not to go check it out. But um, Jay will take care of you. He's all about customer service. Uh, great selection of cigars. Uh, the new location is just amazing. Just amazing. Yeah, I mean, we all love the leaf at the old location because the people. Right. The new leaf we love because the facility is amazing and you still have the same people. Yeah, you know what, what I mean? What's the room in the back? The Havana room? The Havana room. Yeah, awesome. I mean, just to hang out back there and just, I mean, feel like you're at your own place. 
You know what Absolutely. I mean? That's how comfortable yep. you are when you're there. Good coffee, good everything. Of course, the coffee could be better. He could be buying some Dakota coffee. Oh, but, but, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's good coffee, too. They do have good coffee. They and do. I, I brag do. about their coffee all the time because I'm going to say right now, Abilene has a lot of bad coffee. Several places I've been have bad coffee. You know, honestly, though, Abilene, for the size of it, is really a pretty neat city, I think. That's because you don't live here. <laughs> you're, you're just, dude, I, I think uh, San Angelo blows Abilene away as far as, like, just the town planning and what you guys are doing, the downtown area. Yeah, the river's nice. Yeah, yeah the river's yeah, the, nice. The They've really, like, brought that to the forefront of their planning and, like, yeah. built around it. And I loved it when I was down there. I, in fact, I came down there. We were going to get together. We were right, going to go right. see that band. I don't remember their name, but I think your wife was sick or you were sick, and it didn't happen. Right. But I had a great time. I went down there, and I, I thought San Angelo was like, wow, nice. Yeah, and we've got a good cigar shop there, too. So, yeah, we, we should get together there sometime. Oh, we'll definitely do that. Yeah, the Colonels. Well, hey, man, thanks for taking the time to come on the yeah. show and you, talk to us. Uh, we love that you're within driving distance, and you can come hang out on a semi-regular basis and so anytime you're in town man let us know all right i appreciate it man Thank thanks you. Vic. we'll be right back with terry runnels guys don't go anywhere it'll be a quick little break hey guys thanks for hanging through the break we have a very special guest with us this evening we have the one and only miss terry runnels of the, the wcw the wwf and the wwe and one of the best cigar aficionados out of all of those groups so we want to say thank you for joining us terry how are you this evening I'm great. That's a whole lot of acronyms, isn't that it? That is. That is. You did. You did a great job of spouting all those off. That's well. I, I'm going to tell you. I'm impressed with myself already. So, <laughs> hey. So, thank you for taking the time. I know you said earlier you're in Georgia and you're you normally live in Florida. So, what are you yes. doing in Georgia? I am uh, house sitting for the friend that helped me with all of the um, sound situations. Um, his sad story but his dad passed recently his mom is having surgery in michigan and so i can do what i do from anywhere in the world so i said i will um take care of your abode and you go and do what you need to do so that's awesome yeah it's always great to help and friends ironically enough i'm sorry i interrupted you go, go, ahead. go ahead go ahead i was gonna say ironically enough he um 30 some odd years ago um, answered an ad for me. He worked at CNN. I worked at CNN. Hello, airplane. Um, he answered an ad to be my roommate. And so he and I were roommates like 30 years ago. Oh, no so way. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, he's here for a little bit before he goes to Michigan, but it feels like, you know, the old times where we're roomies again. That's awesome. And yeah. so I we're going to get to a lot of your history, but I want to go even further back. Like, where did like you, when I was born? Yeah, where did you grow up? Oh, I was being facetious. Um, I grew up in Live Oak, Florida. Um, little tiny town that, you know, my joke is that the stork dropped me off at the wrong with the wrong family, the wrong town, because all I ever wanted to do was get into the big wide world and and be a part of it. 
And so finally at 17, after I graduated high school, I bounced. So, yeah. And so what was your first destination when you bounced? Um, I bounced to ATL, which is where I'm at now. Um, and I went to a fashion college. Now, talk about your, you know, real, um, let's see, what, what would be the antithesis of um, an, a, a, an ivory, what would it be? Like an ebony school? I don't know. But, yeah, it was a fashion college that I went to in Atlanta, Georgia. That's awesome. I mean, and the funny thing is, my sister graduated in a high school class class of eleven, and wow. she went to a fashion college. She did too. She actually did. It was in Dallas. Now Texas. I feel bad that I was mocking it and making fun of it. I'm so sorry to your sister. Well, after she did that, she went to school and became a RN and got into the medical profession. So, but you know what? It was the whole thing. That's what she wanted to experience. Right. You know what? I'm going to tell you this right now. Your sister and I, do you have more than one sister? Well, technically I have two, but I only claim this one. Okay. Well, so I have something in common with your sister that I found out about today. What's that? Ready? I'm ready. Ready for this? It is that your sister and myself, we both like testicles. I, I thought that was across the board for at least 50%. What? Yes. So I went to a testicle festival, and there was every testicle that you could imagine. I love them so much. Um, so I found out about this because you were asking someone if they ate um, mountain oysters, and you said your sister had. Yes, I had. love them in any shape, form, or fashion. I love them. I even love them. Um, in the seafood fashion. Because- that is so funny to me that you watched one of the episodes where I talked about that. <laughs> I was thrilled. I was thrilled. Um, the sea urchin, the part of the sea urchin that you eat in a seafood restaurant, in a sushi restaurant, is um, the sperm of the sea urchin. That's called uni, U-N-I. And I love uni. So, I mean, literally, I don't know of any testicle that I... Don't like have have turned down or don't want to eat. Now that's getting a little crazy. So let's bring it back to where I'm a good human being. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, you know, I mean, everybody loves different experiences, and I think life—that's what it's about—is just having experiences. Some of them you enjoy, some of them you don't, and some of them you absolutely love. Yeah. Well, I love them. That's awesome. So, so you went to the fashion industry college. So yes. what did you do after that? Or, or, so, or, or how did you get from where, from there onto your next okay. endeavor? So, so to, to, to answer that, I have to be a little Jerry Springer ish. That's okay. And say to you that, that my father, my parents were divorced and my father, um, was quite the jackass and, um, he paid for the first year of college and told me if I wanted to go any longer that my mother would have to pay for it. So I did not want to burden my mother because God love her. She had busted ass to take care of us. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to quit. I'm going to go home, regroup, um, left, went home. I started doing ad layouts for the newspaper and, um, you know, the Swanee Democrat. (laughs) 
you know, it's it's not the Washington Post. But right. um, anyway, but it felt so, like it at the time. It was just like I anyway, I remember doing an ad layout and I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to shoot myself if I do not leave here, because originally that's all I wanted was to get the hell out of Dodge. Right. So um, I called up one of my um, professors. Now, when I say the word professor in fashion college, that's kind of like just like a. <laughs> anyway, I called one of my professors and said, I've got to get out of here. Um, help me. And she's like, well, um, my hairdresser is looking for a um, uh, uh, someone to answer the phones, uh, sweep the floors, wash the towels and shampoo hair. And I said, girl, sign you me up. On it. Sign me up. So I and what town and, and what town was that in? What town was the in hair- Atlanta? Back oh, to Atlanta. Okay. oh, wow. Yeah. So I'd gone from Atlanta back to Live Oak. And then, yeah. So I get up there and um you know, I'm, I know that mama, me being mama, mama ain't stopping. There's no way this is going to be where I end up. So uh, one of the, um, and let me, I, I digress. One of the um, anchors from CNN, back then, CNN had just started. It was called Chicken Noodle News because no one thought that it, who would want to watch news laugh. 24 hours a day? Right. Yeah. So one of the anchors from CNN came in to get her hair done. And so I'm like, television, makeup, me, yes. So as I'm shampooing, I go, um, her name was Susan Lasovich, by the way. Um, I, I'm like, who's in charge of makeup at, at CNN? The mistake she made was telling me the woman's name was Ramona Horton. And I called that woman, I swear to the good Lord, probably every day for 30 days to the point where she was just like, oh I'll my hire God. you if you'll quit bothering me. She's like, just come in. I'll, I'll give you an interview. Okay. Just come in. So I, I came in and she was very short with me. She's like, uh, this gentleman's name is Patrick Greenlaw. He's going on air in five minutes to his makeup. Well, damn. Okay. And have you done uh, makeup on men before for any? Yes. Activity? Yes. Okay. I, I had done. I'll go back to that in a second. Um, if you remind me to go back to that in a second, because I'll chase rabbits all directions. Anyway, um, I did his makeup. He left the room. She said, you're hired. Wow. So going backward, my my best friend from childhood, um, Vicki Denise Johnson, um, her mom owned a clothing store and a Merle Norman cosmetic store within the clothing. I don't know if you know what a Merle Norman cosmetics store is, but... I knew I loved makeup from the time that I took my grandmother's lipstick, put it on my eyes <laughs> at five years of age, not knowing what to do with it. Ended up in the hospital because my eyes swole shut. Um, but I was just like, like I just loved makeup, right? And hair. So um, anyway, when I was 13, I started working in her store doing makeup and everything. Oh, wow. So then I, would, I started with... Um, community theater so i would do theater makeup and everything else so i didn't have a license to do this at all but i had gumption by golly right and i was hired but i was the low man on the totem pole so it became my duty to do makeup on the weekends and on the weekends jim crockett flew all of his guys in from the nwa to tape at ted turner's studio um techwood studios in atlanta 
So it was my job to do makeup for all the wrestlers, for all the commentators, for everyone. Now, what did the NWA stand for? Um, National Wrestling Alliance. Okay. Yeah. Now, what, and, and, what, what and guys would we know from that group? Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Rick Rude. Oh, uh, so that's, uh, yeah. The, um, I, um, I'll give you a lot more. Um, Hawk and, and Animal... Legion of Doom. Wow. Uh, um, 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 so you were doing I mean, those guys' makeups? Big Boss Man. There's just a, a plethora of, of people. Lex Luger, Sting, all of them. Wow. Um, yeah. Terry Taylor, Ricky Morton, Tommy now, Rich. Now, 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 how was it doing their makeup? Were they cool to work with or were they mm. a pain in the ass? So, clarification. So I didn't do makeup on every wrestler, but those that had painted faces, I would do makeup on. I never did Sting's makeup. He had his own little system down. Um, but like any of the commentators or, you know, anyone that was a guest or whatever, I did makeup for them. So, you know, yeah, that's that's how I started out. And um, one day, uh, uh, Tony Schiavone took me to lunch at, at CNN Center and said, um, we want you to be this on-air character. And he explained the character to me. And, he, you know, he said, "Do you, are you interested? And I said, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested, but what's in it for me? Right. I'm like, okay, I already have a, a job that I have to be at work at 4 a.m. have to be there at 4 a.m. You don't wake up at 4. You are there at 4. And what time so, did you get um, to go home if you were there at 4? Um, noon. However, once I started with my Alexander York character, Rob, I would literally, I would get off at noon and either fly or drive to where we were doing TVs. I would do makeup and do, and, and do makeup and my character no and then kidding. go home. And there were, there were times where I would get home, not even have time to shower before I went back to work. So I'll tell you a quick story. Um, we were in Alabama somewhere. I believe it was Montgomery. And, um, I remember being at gorilla position and hearing someone say, watch her, I don't think she's going to make it. Wow. That's what I hear audibly. And I'm so out of it at the point that, that I hear this. I walked to the ring. I held on to the ring post. I was not in character at all. And um, when when the match was over, I did nothing, by the way. I just held on to the ring post. When the match was over and we were walking back, I lost sight in one eye. And they, they sent me to the hospital immediately and they did all these tests. And, um, when I was doing my MRIs, they kept saying to me, they kept stopping me and shaking me going, um, we, you know, we can't do the test if you're snoring like this because you're vibrating. Wow. Yeah. So once they finally got all the tests done, they're like, the only thing we can find wrong with you is that you're exhausted. You are literally exhausted. And I was like, well, you know, that makes a whole lot of sense because I don't sleep anymore. I just work. Right. So there you go. That that was my entree into the world of wrestling. Wow. And so, like, I mean, that was you had no idea that you were going to end up going into the wrestling arena. No. And then once no. you got there, though, I mean, what was that like? Like as a young woman and all of a sudden now you're in the wrestling world. Um. I still didn't think I was where I was going. I thought this was, you know, but, uh, but a little, um, 
lily pad onto the next lily pad. Um, but then I fell in love with it and it got into my, my bones and into my soul. And, you know, it, it was, I'm, I'm so grateful that I was a part of the old school, the old kayfabe, you know, back in the day where you definitely didn't smarten other people up. And you definitely, um, if you were working a, um, a, a program with the other person, you were not seen together you, you know, it was, you, you protected the business, right? I'm thrilled that I was part of that. And then I'm also thrilled that I was part of the attitude era as well. And those are two eras that will never, ever, ever be able to come back. Right. Um, it's just, it's just a different world now. And I really wish for the, for the young guys and girls today that they could just for a moment be in, in both of those eras and just feel how magical both of them were. So, I mean, as a young woman being in that atmosphere and being in that community, what was it that like drew you in that kept you there? Um, I mean, is there a lot I, I, like I, a community there or? Yes, it's like a family, okay. you know, it's like a family. And, and um, you know, with with a family, you know, you can argue amongst yourselves but by God, nobody else should say anything negative about your brethren, right? Right. So it's like we could, you know, like be mad at each other, but don't let anybody else from the outside world be mad at us because we'll take up for each other. You even know, that even kind if of... you're mad at that one person, the outside oh, yeah. don't pick on oh, yeah. this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, I grew up as a young boy in Texas, so I was a huge fan of the Von Erics. Did you ever get mm. to meet any of those guys? Mm. So ironically enough, um they were not around when when I was. They um you know there's so much sadness oh um, yeah where, absolutely where yeah, yeah yeah and um so when I started in nineteen eighty five um they they were not i just i was not around them a lot okay it was yeah it, so so i didn't get to know them um but you know i you know i i we, we all know their history and their heritage right um and you know i i think they're an amazing family it's just sad that you know things have have been as they were i guess i understand so yeah. let me ask you this so you were like known as Marlena and you, I read several articles about you and I, I saw that what I, what I enjoyed more learning about you was not in the articles, but it was in the comment section of the articles. Mm. And I will tell you this, that the fans loved you. And one of the biggest comments that stood out to me was that you were known as Marlena, the most memorable manager. Well, th thank you. And, and, you know, it's interesting. I try not to read those comments because there are some um, extremely salacious and um, let's be frank, rude comments that, you know, I have a huge heart and I love doing great things for people. Um, Yes, did you know? I knew that part of my role in in the business was my sexuality and and you know putting it out there. So you know the male demographic that we know that you know that's our demographic. Um, 
I made them happy in a lot of ways. Absolutely. So, but, but, so I don't read those comments because it, it, I, I completely me. understand because there are miserable trolls out there and that's what they do. And I don't, I don't know if you heard this episode, but I even said I had the comment of someone talking about me on Cigar Talk. And it referred to me as that drunk, obnoxious host. And I oh. was like, I love that guy because he tells the truth. You're so funny. Um, well, if you like that guy, I like him, too. Um, but, yeah, so so I appreciate you saying that to me because I, I don't saw, read. I, I saw tons of fans posting great messages about you. Uh, well, that makes me happy. And, you know, the, the Marlena character... Um, is one that is my favorite because I created her. Um, the only thing I created about Alexandra York and WCW was her name. Um, they had the entire character, you know, uh, you know, panned out and, and decided exactly who and what I would be. I came up with the name Alexandra York because I thought it sounded snooty and snobby. And that's what, you know, I was going to be a heel. So I just thought that sounded snobby. So when I created Marlena, um, Dustin had just started being gold dust and he was on the road and I was in our, um, gym and we had a gym and, and tanning thing downstairs in our basement. And so I was laying in the tanning bed and I just started thinking like, what is it that WWF at the time it was WWF? What is it that they don't have? Like, what, what are they missing female wise? And I started thinking about Dustin's character and I had just been home. And my sister had this Barbie doll collection that she would have, you know, she wouldn't open the boxes. They were all in pristine condition. And um, I saw this one Bob Mackie Barbie doll and it was called Sun Goddess. And it was just like, just everything was gold. And so I'm laying there in the tanning bed and I'm just, wheels are turning and I create this character in about 20 minutes in the tanning bed. And I, I called Dustin and I said, you know, I, I told him and I said, what do you think? You know, what do you what do you think? And he's like, I love it. And I said, OK, you know, call Vince and, you know, and tell him. And he's like, no, if if you want to do it, you call Vince. <laughs> I'm like, Dustin, I don't work for him. You're under contract for him. You call him. Right. Well, at the time, Dustin did not do well with authority. He was very. It, it was not easy for him to speak to authority. I could speak to anyone about anything and I dealt with, you know, from Prince to Popper to porn star to president, I'd done their makeup because I worked on Larry King live as well. And Oh, no so, way. No way. Yes. You did. Yeah, Larry so King I was live. not. Wow. In the least bit intimidated by calling Vince. I just thought, well, dude, I don't work for him. You, you were, do. You were going with the chain of command. Right. So, but anyway, when he said he wasn't going to go, I said, okay, I'll do it. I get a phone call back from Pat Patterson. Do you know who that is or no? I, I do not. So Pat Patterson was the, I think the first openly gay wrestler. Um, oh, no way. He was the first, he was the first, um, was it universal title holder? Anyway, a great wrestler, but then he worked for Vince for many, many years. And um, he was the one that gave me the call back and, I, I told him my idea and um, he kind of gave me the obligatory brush off. He's like, 
you know, okay, well, you know, we appreciate that um, idea. And um, thank you so much and take care, which I was fine with because Dakota was like a year and a half old. I was loving being mommy. Um, I didn't need to be back in wrestling, but it was just that, that I had that idea that would kind of do great for Dustin's character anyway. So um, a month or two goes by, I'm at my grandparents' home and um, he calls me and he's like, where are you? What are you doing? I said, I'm at Grand and Granny's. Why? And he said, uh, pack your bags. They want to do your idea. Wow. And so, yeah. And so I debuted um, in January of 96 at the Royal Rumble. So, yeah. So, but, but the way that I, the reason I had cigars with Marlena um, was way back in the day, I would run a bubble bath, pour a glass of wine, light a cigar, and but I would never smoke in front of anyone else because back in the day, it was not that women kosher for a female to be smoking. Women didn't smoke cigars back in the day. <laughs> and that's one of the things. You know, I, I, I already knew who you were from back in the day, but I came across you on someone else's show a few weeks ago. Whose show, may I ask? Oh, you know what? I don't recall the name of the show. I just was like flipping through cigar shows and I saw you were the, uh, the guest and I was like, Oh, I got to see what she says. And after watching that show, I was like, Terry is a true cigar aficionado. She's not blowing smoke up somebody's ass. She actually loves good cigars. And so that's when I was like, I got to reach out and see if she'll be a guest on our show because I could tell right away you knew cigars because you weren't just doing it, you know, as a promo. You were actually, you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I got to write off my cigar purchases for my character. Thank God. Oh, um, no way. No, I no way. longer get to do that. But yes. Um, but yeah, it, you know, it, it was it was interesting when I when I said to Vince, I'm like, either I go to the ring with a glass of wine or I go to the ring with a cigar. And I preferred the cigar because, you know, glass of wine could break, could cause it, not good. But um, the reason I love the cigar so much is Dustin's character was androgynous. And um, I wanted to, like, dress in this, like, really old school Hollywood glamorous, like, you know, dresses where trains followed you, you know. And and um, and do you remember the, the actress Marlena Dietrich? Absolutely, I do. So I kind of like that was my reason for, you know, having that name. The other idea uh, for a name for me was Oscar. I was like either Oscar or Marlena, but I think Marlena was was so much better. But yeah, so the first month that I went to the ring, Rob, Vince would not let me like the cigars. I read that in an article. And I was just like, dude, like that's the whole like there's so much drama. That's like the icing on the yeah. cake like you could yeah. have a any kind of cake but when you put the icing on it and that's what you did with the cigar yeah and so guess who it was that helped me talk vince into letting me actually smoke cigars who was that pat patterson no way yep wow so, yeah but funny thing is um so vince basically said to me he's like all right god damn it but and i don't believe in saying gd because i me and the big men upstairs were tight um but 
Uh, you know, he's like, but just you wait and light it right before you go out. Well, it was not like a year or two later, and he was on the cover of Cigar Aficionado. I saw that, and I was like, I'm like, wait a second, but you know wait what? a second, let, something is askew here. Let me, is wrong. let me just tell you this, Terry. That's why I do not value the magazine Cigar Aficionado at all. It's uh, all smoke and mirrors. No pun intended or pun intended. Exactly. <laughs> and the thing about it is, I mean, you know, everybody every year wants to look at the top 25 cigars of the year. And I've got a problem with the way that it happens. And that is just an example of what they are for the cigar community. It's all smoke mm-hmm. and mirrors. And, I, and I'm and i just not a big fan. But, I mean, how cool would it have been First of all, to put a woman on the cover, and second of all, to put a woman on the cover that knows what the hell she's talking about when it comes to the cigar industry. Um, were you yeah. like well, it completely? Did, it didn't happen. Were you completely like insulted when that happened? I, I mean, was. Yeah, I, I was really disappointed. I was disappointed because, and I think I was more disappointed because of what he had said to me. Right. Like not then, only did he not then, smoke cigars, he was like, "You're yeah. you're stinking up the place." Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that 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 kind of sucked. Um, but and, and my my I'm at the age where my train derails all the time. Sure. Um, I was going to tell you something regarding that. Dadgummit! I don't remember. Oh oh oh! I was going to remind you to ask me about, um, Rakesh. Nestor Placencia and Jesus that ran, um, that, that operated, um, Rakesh's, um, factories in Honduras. Just remind me, there's a story there. I, I, I can tell I would already love to hear the story because I know you're talking about Rocky Patel. You're talking yes. about the Placencia family. So I'm yes. already all ears. Yes. So should we, should we jump there? Let's jump right, right in. Let's jump right in. Okay, so um, I went down to Honduras a couple of times. Um, and how was how was that? I mean, was that like like friendly? Was it scary? I mean, what was it um, like back when you went? Okay, so when I when I went, you know, um, I'm just gonna call him Rocky. I don't I don't call him Rocky. I call him Rakesh. We've known each other for freaking forever. But um, so Rocky had a, a beautiful home down there, and. You know, at all times, I felt pretty damn secure. Okay. Um, however, on this particular evening, it was Nestor Sr.'s birthday. And so um, I'm in the bathroom getting ready, you know, doing hair and face. And I see this movement outside of the window of the bathroom. And um, I look outside and I see the back of someone, of a, of a guy... And I see the front part of the gun and the butt of the gun like this. Oh, no way. Yeah. So I go and I'm like, Rakesh, there's somebody outside my window with a gun. (laughs) He's like, Terry, there are guys all around the house with guns. That's the security. Like, that's how Nestor travels. Wow. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay, then. So um, anyway, we had we had a lovely night. Um. Do you know who Jesus is? You're gonna I forget have, Jesus's last name. Of what? From the, where? Jesus 
um, used to it was was in control of all of of Rocky's um, uh, warehouses and, and manufacturing in Honduras. Oh no, I don't know that name. Okay, well anyway, he he then like quit and tried to start his own brand and anyway. So um, I think a lot of people quit and try to start their own brands and sure. it you know goes up in smoke. Unintended. Unintended. And, and you know everybody. I mean, if you have half an ounce of entrepreneurship in you. That's the natural progression. Yeah, but also if you have common sense, you also know that you might not be in that league. Oh, and you should probably yeah, you should I probably mean, like not do that. But you know, to be honest, you don't have to be in that league to be successful because That's Rocky true. takes it to a whole nother level. He is a freaking uh, yeah. He's just amazing. He's amazing. Um, you know, no one ever in his from his culture has basically said i'm going to just i'm going to quit my job as an attorney right i'm going to learn every everything i can about cigars and i'm going to make the best cigar in the world i'm going to make the best cigar in the world and he just set out to do that and he just is a he's a freak he is a master marketer i mean the guy was boots on the ground oh boots on the ground is the key right there absolutely i mean if you're a cigar guy and you want to bring a new cigar line to market if you're not willing to do boots in the ground i don't care how good you are you're not going to make it not not today yeah and he i mean he i'm you know i've i must have said to him a hundred times in our friendship i'm so proud of you like i'm so proud of you for all you've done and all you've created but so go back to nestor's party um so we are back at the house you know and we're sitting there and there's a probably 30 30 ish at this point um and so rakesh says to me he's like hey tear choke jesus out so i was like you know are you sure you sure and um so jesus says sure yeah fine so um i i give him my tutorial before i ever choke someone out the tutorial is this i'm going to cinch in this hold and when i do you will have but a split second to tap if you don't you will be out and so i guess it was the machismo the um testosterone in jesus that thought you're a five foot tall female (laughs) sure you're gonna choke me out um so i you know i say to him i'm like do anything raise a finger raise a hand whatever you need to do and and the minute you do something different, I will I will stop. I will un, you know undo the the hold. And so um, I you know I I get it in ready and I and I say you know are you ready? Yeah 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 I'm ready I'm ready. So I cinch it in, and I'm I'm snug I'm tight I'm I'm and I'm thinking Jesus it's taking this guy a little bit longer to go out than normal not to go out but to tap than normal right right. And so all of a sudden, I, Rakesh is right there in the front, and I see Rakesh. He's going, "Stop! Stop! Oh my God! Stop!" I look. Jesus is like it's foam. It's it's food. He's vomiting. I'm like, I just killed someone in Honduras. Oh dear God! 
I, I he, he will was go out. to prison in Honduras. I will never make it home. Because he was completely out. Well, yeah. and But not only that, I've never had anyone like that had like stuff coming out of their mouth, for oh, God's sake. Wow. And foam no. and food and what? And so finally, Jesus gets oxygen back in his system enough that I can like relax that I haven't killed someone. And um, I'm like, Jesus, like, why didn't why didn't you tap? You, you want to hear his answer? Yes, I do. His answer was, I was going to pretend to take my lighter and burn you. I'm like, dude, you don't have time to pretend to take a lighter and burn me. Like, that's why I say to you, the split second you feel yourself going out, tap. Wow. But yes, I thought that I had murdered Jesus in Honduras and that I was going to be in you prison in Honduras. You were going to go to jail in Honduras. Wow. But Nestor had a birthday that he'll never forget. <laughs> so I also wanted I to... By the way, go I ahead. love Nestor Sr. and Nestor Jr. I love them so much. Uh, and I'm sure that it is reciprocated 100%. So I wanted to talk to you a minute, though, about what you're doing now because you do like live twitch streams three times a week you're going to a tuesday wednesday thursday schedule uh, and and this is the first place i'm saying it now i'm not sure when this airs but i'm saying it now i used to be sunday monday wednesday but i travel so much on the weekend that i kept having to um cancel shows and or mama is has migraines which are horrible and if you've ever had a migraine you know you don't do diddly when you have a migraine right um so yeah i think it will be wiser for me to go to tuesday wednesday thursday that'll be in the center of the week um allow me for travel you know on the weekends and not to upset that that apple cart but um my my name on all of my social media is the terry runnels um don't get it confused with the word Reynolds, like Reynolds wrap, right. like it's aluminum Runnels, foil. R-U-N-N-E-L-S. Thank you, Rob. You're welcome. Thank you, babe. So um, how do they how do they find you on Twitch? Like a lot of people may not uh that listen to this show. They may not know about Twitch. They might not know about Twitch because Twitch okay. is a actually a younger crowd that well, use it dude, for the majority. I'm 55, so we're not that young. Right, right, right. But I mean, not as you as a creator, but a lot of the fans that use Twitch are in the younger generation. So if you're True. not accustomed to using Twitch, all you got to do is go to Google and, and search for Twitch and bam. And then once they're on Twitch, how do they find you? Yeah, so so if you you, you go and you create a, um, you can either create um, a, a name on there and just you can watch me without anyone knowing that you're watching like you can just sit back and watch or you can you know if you create a name um on there for free it's you know it's all free like you know any of the social media platforms um you know if you want to ask me a question or say hello hey i saw you on rob's show or whatever you know um you go to www.twitch.tv easy.tv forward slash the Terry Runnels. Awesome. So awesome. T-E-R-R-I-R-U-N-N-E-L-S. And yeah, and I love it when people 
stop by and they say to me, like, I didn't know you had a stream on Twitch or, you know, whatever. I love it when people stop by and say hello. Um, all of my other, like, I have um, so Twitter, how did, which is. How did you decide to do that on Twitch? Um, a dear friend of mine, um, a Scotsman um, named Bert, he used to be a pro um, uh, rugby, like rugby football. Football, rugby, it's oh, all God. the same. Let's hope he doesn't watch this. Yes. Anyway, um, he said to me, he's like, you know, you would do great on, on this platform. And so it's thanks to him that that I started on the on the platform. And, um, yeah, I, and how, I, I and, love doing and, it. And as a creator, how, how do you like that platform? Are you enjoying that platform? I love it. And here's the – like, my shows are never the same. One thing I love doing is, um, like, I'm a big YouTube whore. Hey, same here. Same here. I just love to just go down rabbit holes. Like, one video leads me to the other, to the other, and then I turn left, and then I turn right. And then, I like, by the end, I'm going, what in God's name did you just witness in the span of two hours? Oh, and, um, and there's so much different stuff you checked out that there you, there's tons of stuff out there. It's crazy. It's yes. crazy. So a lot of times, some of the things that I find along the way, I will watch with my with with all of my guests, and and then after that video, then we talk about no that way. Video and, That's cool. Yeah, that is and, very and the cool. videos can be anywhere from um like I love love okay I used to be a big UFC fan. Love you, Dana White. I still am, but I love bare knuckle fighting. I, oh my lord! Have I've you watched never, that? I've never watched it. Bare, oh my god, bare knuckle fighting. I love it so much. Um, it it reminds me of when UFC started. There there are still safety you know precautions that are in there, but it's just so old school, and it's like just freaking fight. You know, it's interesting. I'm a female, but I love. Some good old fashioned ass busting, nose busting, face busting stuff. I just do. So, um, so does, are you a fan of the MMA as well? I am. I am. But what I'm saying to you is, so of course UFC is the biggest MMA culture and and vehicle that there is today. Um, I remember watching when I was pregnant with Dakota. I remember watching one of the very first UFCs. Like it, it was when wow, Tank Abbott, then. and I forget the, the kid that he fought, but I remember, I mean, I am very, very pregnant. And I remember just like screaming at the TV, right? Dustin said to me, he's like, if you don't calm down, I'm turning it off. I'm like, I'm, 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 if you don't calm down, I'm turning it off. But like, I loved it back in the day, right? So, and you were watching it fighting. early on. What, babe? You were watching it early on. Oh, dude, like UFC 1, UFC 2, UFC 3. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. Because, yes. you know, a lot of people never even knew UFC existed until MMA. Yeah. Well, you know what MMA stands for? Mixed, Mixed martial, martial arts. arts. Yes. Yeah. So there's a plethora of different things that, that come into the MMA umbrella, but the the brand that made MMA famous is UFC. Now, who's so your? Who, I, do you have a favorite MMA fighter? Um, it kind of evolves. Um, 
back in the day, like I, I'll tell you who I hated more than loved back in the day, and that was I hated Tank. And then, ironically enough, Tank came to work for us. Oh wow! Interestingly enough, um, yeah. But those, you know, the thing about that was they weren't characters that were made up. That was that was the guy. Right. That- what you saw was the guy. Yeah. Um, but um, like oh, Chuck Liddell, always loved him. Um, good old country boy that was like you know just down to fight. Um, the Diaz brothers, you know. You love to hate them, you know, um, and and to be honest with you, I've kind of segued, like I told you, from UFC to Bare Knuckle, um, Bare Knuckles, I think it is. Is it Bare Knuckle or Bare Knuckles? I don't remember. I, I do um, not know, but I'm going to have to Google look it up. that look after it up. It's, we're it's, done it's, here. It's, it's growing by leaps and bounds. It's great. It, it When you watch it, you'll go, yeah, this does remind me of UFC before all of the you know, it became so corporate and so, you know, right. Such a, yeah. So were you, I mean, that, and that's a big thing because you were in the system or in the production before it became so corporate and just like anything, usually that's the best time to be in it is before it goes corporate. Right. Because then that's when it was know, fun. The, the, then all the suits come in and say, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't say this. You can't say that. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you evolve into now doing a Twitch channel? Like, like what, um, do, you, what do you do on the Twitch show? Y'all watch movies together? You no, wh- it's not. It, no, it's not movies. It's like it can be a two minute thing that I find hilarious or 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 like deeply disturbing, or it could be a 30 minute video that, that is funny or that's crazy or that's like weird or whatever, but it's not like, and then y'all hang out and talk about it. Yeah. So, but, but here's the deal. Some nights there's no videos whatsoever. It's just like, they ask me every question they want to ask me. Oh, wow. Um, And we just like, we shoot the shit basically. And, and we talk and we laugh and, um, yeah, and it's it's great because you know those people that come back night after night, you know I get to know their names or oh, their yeah. you know, the, the names that they give themselves on Twitch, and um, you know it it honestly my Twitch stream has become a family, and I love it how like now when 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 the stream starts, it's like everyone's saying hello to everyone else, like oh hey so and so hey. Like, it's like this big reunion, even though it's like night after night, but everyone's saying hello to everyone because they remember each other and they're like, oh, yeah. So it's, it's, I I love it. I love it because it's the closest I can get to fans and they can be anywhere in the world. They can be in Timbuktu, in Austria, in Australia, in Korea, in, you know, anywhere, wherever. So and they can and and they can be a part of my stream, which I love. And have you ever uh, been on Discord? Mm. Interesting, you say that. So my friend Bert from Scotland, who got me started on Twitch, actually got me started on Discord first, and then he said, "Stuff's happening with Discord. We're going to change and go over to Twitch." So about I don't know, like a year and a half ago. I think I I left Discord and went to Twitch. Okay. Well, I was going to say. No, I lie. I lie. It was not Discord. It was D Live. D Live. Forgive me. 
I don't know what both, DLive is. Well, it's okay. I, I, they both start with D and I just, gotcha. yeah. So forgive me. I was never, I was never broadcasting on discord. So I am on discord, but yes. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm going to send you an invite. We would love you to join cigar talks, discord server. And sometime when you're just out of YouTube videos to watch, come by and say hi, because these guys would love to talk to you if you ever have the opportunity. I would love to do that. I would love to do let that. Me, let me let me now let ahead. me ask you a little bit about your show. Yes. Because I've done some um due diligence, but so does your show only air on YouTube or no? No, 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 no. Uh tell me about it. Actually, our show is ninety percent podcast which is audio only and about 10 percent on youtube and so all of our shows are done for both and but our primary is like itunes or spotify or google podcast or those type platforms got you and we have a cigar talk discord where a lot of our guys hang out and shoot debris, show pictures of what they're smoking, what they're yeah. cooking, what guns they're shooting. I mean, it's just yeah. a, it's a great community. And I got to tell you this. I have a guy that's in our discord that's a supporter of cigar talk and he goes by Jack's rocks and he's a huge fan of yours. And when I told him that you were going to be on the show, he told me that he has a WWE playing card with you on it. There are, there's many cards with me on it, but let me say to you, Jack's rocks. Um, I love you and thank you for being such a fan. And, um, yeah, stop by my Twitch stream and and let me know it's you, Jax Rocks. He definitely will, and I promise you, not only is he a fan of what you did, he's also the announcer at the local wrestling shows. Wow, so he's really into it. He's really into it, That's and he great. does an amazing job. I mean, he shows That's up awesome. with like a coat and tie on, and he's just oh, wow. like this strong presence guy that I I love watching when he does what he does. Oh, that's really cool. Um, well, I'm I'm glad you told me that. So I expect to see you, Jax Rocks, um, and and hang out with me on my Twitch stream. Um, you know, I lo- I used to do a podcast. And it's it, it's a lot of work. It is. It's a lot of work, but I just feel like um, it's so much more fun for the fans to be able to see as well as hear. And so that's why I went from podcast to doing you know the, the streams that I do because um, there's a lot it's just more, more interaction. fun to me. There's more interaction. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and then they can, you know, laugh at, because when I'm doing straight, like we can tell everyone now, um, earlier we tried to, <laughs> to do this and the proverbial caca was hitting the fan audibly and we couldn't do it when we wanted to do it. Damn it. Um, and so it's like, I love because everything I do is life. I love it when just life happens and you have to either chuckle, laugh or cry and, um, yeah, but I, I would hope that, um, I, I also have a, a, a YouTube channel. It's, it's also the Terry Reynolds. 
Um, but yeah, I would love for your your peeps to become my peeps and my peeps to become your peeps. Hey, and you know what we will do is on the podcast and the uh, Cigar Talk YouTube channel down in the show notes, we will have a link to your website and or your YouTube channel, and we will have a link to your Twitch account, perfect, so that people can find you. Awesome, I love that, and. You know, there there are so many more things that, that I could, you know, we could laugh about and talk about. But can we do another show sometime? Oh, I would love to have you back, Terry. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, I feel as though I've been in studio with you. However, I would love to go to Abilene and actually be in studio with you. You know what? You let me know when you want to make that happen, and we will open the doors do 24-7 for you, dear. Awesome awesome and we have a we have this amazing cigar shop right here in abilene we'll take the studio to the is shop it leaf? is it leaf it is the leaf the leaf yes. i've heard about the leaf you you yeah we would love to have you there and we'll set up the studio in the leaf and do a show right there in the leaf that will be perfect. I will bring lots of eight by tens. We can do an autograph signing. That would be awesome. We can do a cigar awesome. signing. The whole nine. You would. We would love to have you there. And you know, and and I want to pay tribute to you as well because you've been so successful in everything that you've done because you worked your ass off. And you, you you made it through the tribulations of failure. You learned from that, and you just kept going. You would be like at the top of my list of entrepreneurs that I completely appreciate. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I want to say one thing before we go. Um, you know, you were talking a minute ago about shooting guns. Um, I need to say this because this bothers me greatly. So if there's someone that doesn't know me, like I'm sitting on an airplane and inevitably someone will say, you know, so what do you do? And if I ever tell them, I feel like I have to give them this caveat of, oh, but if you Google me, um, you're going to see this picture. So I have never been in trouble, but I'm going to do I have time to tell a quick story. We're no time frame here. Your time okay. is our time. Uh, all right. Last story I'll tell. Okay. So, um, I oh, never, oh, I, know, I know where this is going and I'm excited for you to tell this story. I never take morning flights. I hate them unless it's an emergency or in this case, I was flying to do a charity event for someone who needed a liver transplant. That was actually a wrestler that is near and dear to my heart. Right. So it just so happened that I had to get an early morning flight in order to make it to this appearance. So I was like, for Sam, I'll do anything. Screw it. So if I have a, or, or an early morning flight, I do not sleep the night before, which is another reason that I hate morning flights. Yeah, I so, would imagine. Yeah. So prior to this, I had not slept for two nights straight. I, maybe I'd gotten three hours a night, two hours a night, whatever. I was exhausted, totally exhausted. I get to the airport. I sleep beautifully on planes, Rob. I can get on a plane and conk I, I I love sleeping on planes. So um as I'm I'm going through TSA, all I can think about is God just get me onto the plane and let me just sleep. Um and so there's hardly anyone there in the airport. It's like six AM, five thirty, six in the morning. And um so I've I've walked through the you know the little thing you walk through and 
I'm on the other side and I'm waiting and I'm like, like, you know, please, like what's taking so long. So now I'm thinking what's taking so long. So I look back like, like there's nobody in line. What's taking so long. And so I see two people at the monitor, three, there's eight people standing at the monitor when it finally hits me. Holy sweet Jesus. I forgot and left my freaking nine mil in the carry-on I have. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so um, I, the minute I counted the, the people, it hit me. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I started telling them it's in this pocket. On, I was telling them exactly where it was. Like, it, it hit me, right? And so um, I was just, I was mortified. And, and the, the guy's like, he's like, Terry, let me see if I can keep from arresting you. Just hold on a minute. Like the guy knew who I was and he looked at me and when he looked at me and had that face, he's like, gotta do what I gotta do. I started crying. Like I was just like, um, so I get transported. That was at the airport. I get transported to the main jail i guess close to there i've never been in trouble in my life mind you i'm around all these people that are sitting there at least women are like sitting there like picking scabs and like it's just like you're in jail it's like which one of these things is not like the other from from sesame street right and so um i i i i'm trying to come to grips with the fact that i have been arrested i am now in the tampa jail holy mother of god and so um, I, I said, who, you know, like, who's the top dog here? Who's in charge? And um, he, I forget what the corporal's name is right now. I shouldn't admit that. But anyway, um, I just said to him, I said, sir, I said, the only thing I know about jail is what I've seen on TV. Um, so I don't know what happens, but I really like I was flying up for a charity event and I was advertised and I really need to get there if there's any way that we can make that, like, I don't know if we can expedite this or not, but whatever you can do, I'm so appreciative of not, not to say, you know, take off the charges, but, but just help me hurry up so I can try to get a flight out. So he was very kind and gracious. He would come out and, and I'm in this, I was never in a cell. I was in this like big room where like everyone was just around everyone. Right. Um, so he would come over and intermittently and just say, you know, hey, Terry, right now, this is what's happening. Okay. You know, this is happening next. Okay. So at a certain point, I think it was about, um, I don't know, like 11 or 12, you know, 11 a.m. Or, or 12 noon, he comes over and he squats down beside me and he said, you're not going to like what I'm about to tell you. And because again, Rob, the only thing I know about jail is what I've seen on TV. I was like, my the first thought was I'm gonna have to spend the night in jail in a cell, like oh, dear God, that was my thought. And I'm like, why? You know, like what's what what's going on? He said TMZ already has your mugshot. No way. Of your gun, your bullets. They're making a big deal about the fact that they're hollow points that you had one in the chamber. And I'm like, well, I, you know, dude, when I go to use my gun, I, I ain't loading wanna, it. Right. I gotta. Be I'm ready. using it. Right. So one's always in the chamber. Right. But I was like, I'm not even out of jail. And that shit's all over the place, right? 
And then I get home. Oh, by the way, so so when I'm going back to the airport to get my belongings, I'm trying to get a flight. God love this Delta agent. She tried every single airport. It was Allentown, Pennsylvania that I was going to. So it's not like it's a, a big hub at no, all. There's not 40 <laughs> flights in and out. No, and she's trying everything to get me there. And she's like, well, can you find this air, you know, airport? So we tried everything. The the best she could do was getting me in at like 10 in the night, like 10 at night. Well, it's too late. You know, the show's almost over at that point. So um, I ended up getting myself and going home. But I was so upset by the fact that, you know, TMZ had said, you know, all this stuff. I make a video and I am wiped out tired. And this is what I say. You know, it's the truth, but I wish I wouldn't have said it. You know, um, I had taken my gun with me up to my mom's and she had an armadillo problem, which she did. <laughs> and it's like one armadillo, no big deal. But, you know, when you have 10 armadillos and they ruin the crops and they ruin the garden and they ruin everything, you're, you don't want armadillos anymore. No, and they're, so, and they're, and they're nothing but hard-shelled rats. So don't tell Pia that, by God. So anyway, people have mocked and made fun of me so much about you kill armadillos. I love armadillos, but not when they do that to my mom. But anyway, yeah, it's funny that, that you know, this video I say, you know, I, I brought my gun to shoot the armadillos. And yeah. And, so. did, and did like PETA come against you when you said that? I mean, mm, mm. I don't think PETA did. Okay, but so good. many other people. Oh, and I had one lady. Um, her husband was special forces, right? And she's like, if you don't know where your gun is, you shouldn't own a gun. And, you know, I thought, you know, there's some validity to that. There's sure. absolutely some validity to that. But, you know, I was going on yeah, three you days were of no, no sleep. No sleep. You're, and, and, and I ain't special forces, lady. Right. I'm sorry. You're a citizen I'm just me. that wants to protect yourself. Right. Right. And I, yes, if somebody harms me or wants to harm me, I don't mind to empty a magazine into them. I'm sorry. I just don't. And I'm right um, there. I'm right there with you. So, but, but, yeah. So I, but, um, now before we go, I also want to take a minute to talk about how involved you've been over your entire career with charities. Thank you so much. Because I, I so saw look, that you were like with the Children's Miracle Network. You were with Make a Wish. You, I mean, the girls, the Boys and Girls Club. I mean, I can see a pattern there where yeah. you love to help people. That's the honestly, that's the best part of my career ever is being able to help. I've I've given so many kids that were terminal my my cell phone number and told their parents. Call me 24-7. I don't care. If they need me, if they, if it will help them, call me. Um, and I've had to, you know, be a part of those kids passing from this earth. And it was god-awful. And I'm still, you know, close with all of their parents. But I just, there, there are some charities that if you are out there and if you don't know what charity to give to, or if, you know, I really firmly believe in $1.00. If we all did one dollar, that's amazing, a right? Yes, yes. So even if you can only do one dollar, these are some charities that that I would highly recommend that you give to. Um, Ronald McDonald House, um, St. Jude, um, Boys and Girls Club, um, 
what are some of my other faves? Those are those are my favorite children's. Um, and, and you know the thing about St. Jude's and about Ronald McDonald House is the parents, the families. Um, with Ronald McDonald House, they're they're not paying for the medical expenses, but they're paying for the family, the the siblings, everyone to stay there to eat there. They they pay nothing. And and, um, that, and that's a huge part. Oh my because god! If you have someone in the hospital, the expense of being there is tremendous, and a lot of people don't think about that. But I mean, I I know families that have had terminal ill children, and I mean the expense they spend to stay at hotels and to feed yeah. the family is astronomical. Yeah, or or they end up having to do okay, only the mom can go, or only the dad can go, but the siblings can't go, and we can only stay for this long. And, then we have to go back home and, you know, try to come back. And so Ronald McDonald House, you know, takes care of all of that for the parents and the siblings. Um, St. Jude takes care of everything for the child's medical expenses. So all of that's taken care of. So literally, if if you are sitting there going, I want to give, I want to donate, but I don't know really Who's reputable? Who to give to? What to give to? Hey, Terry, um, you know what I want to say? You know what? I, I I think we should do a show that is all about the charity that you want to support and just do that whole thing is that's a charity support show. That would be awesome. Yeah. Let, well, except, I, except I would want to I would want to do like at least two instead of just one. Absolutely. We if, do two. If you're down, I'm down. OK, I love it. I love it. I, I think that would be a great thing because I, I, I know so many people, and you know this, the cigar community is a very caring community. It is. And so, I, you know, I, I we didn't even get there. How did you start smoking cigars in the very beginning? What made you want to smoke a cigar? Bubble bath, glass of wine. That was I don't it. Know. You, I just, just, you just said, I want to smoke a cigar and relax. Okay, here's a funny story for you. So the first time I ever smoked was when I was probably 12. Um, and I was at my, my both of my grand, grandfathers smoked. Did they smoke cigars? Cigarettes. Okay. So so I'm at my paternal grandfather's home. And, um, you know, it's like your grandfather does it. So surely it can't be that bad because you love your grandfather. And you look up no to wrong. your grandfather. He does no wrong. Right. So I would find cigarettes in his ashtray that had just a little bit on them, right? I would take them into the guest room and the screen, the the, the screen of the window, I poked a pencil through it <laughs> at, the, at the bottom right, poked a pencil through it at the bottom right. And so I would like take a few tokes, you know, off the cigarette and then I would push it through that little hole that I made. Well, <laughs> My mother comes to me one day and she's like, um, honey, um, you know, that good Southern draw, honey, um, have you been smoking cigarettes? Right. And I was like, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, not me. No, ma'am. She goes, oh, really? Okay. All right. She said, you know, if you don't mind, uh, come with me for a second. I was like, um, okay. Still, I'm, I'm still clueless. Right. He walks me outside and around to the and, outside and, of the window. And, and there's, there's this a pile. pile. Yes. And I'm just like, 
oh man, how dumb I am at 12. What the hell's wrong with me? Anyway, so that was that. I never smoked cigarettes, right? But there was, I don't know, they just looked like they would be delicious. And so, yeah, I was probably like 20 two when i started smoking cigars wow. way way before yeah. me so i and like i said at the beginning of the show when i saw the interview of you on another show i i knew that you knew your business when it came to cigars and i was like yeah i i want to get her on the show and we want to say thank you so much for being so gracious to be our guest on the show my pleasure this has been awesome this has been often and you know what i got Brian, come on over here, brother. My co-host. Wait, we have someone else in the studio. My co-host just walked in the studio, and Hi, I was just talking about you earlier. Hi, Brian. Terry was talking about you earlier, and so he said, "What did I do now?" So you just were amazing. That's all. You know, I, I have the best co-host of any talk show, and we are so blessed to have him. But I'm serious. We would love to do something for charity with you. Let's make that happen. And Let's do it. Terry, if you ever need anything at all from us, you got my number. Reach out anytime. We're more than happy to help you in any way that we can. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. I've loved it. And um, thank you for your patience with all the audible crapola. We, we're, we're very patient people. We, we don't we, we don't get in a hurry about anything. If you ever come to Texas, you'll know we're laid back. We don't get in a hurry. Dude, I love Texas. And, um, yeah, and I look forward to seeing all of your fans on my Twitch, and I, I hope they will say hello. Yes, and we will have a link down in the show notes, guys. So if you want to go check out Terry's Twitch or her YouTube channel, just look down the show notes and you click on the link, and it'll take you straight over there. Again, Terry, thank you so much, and we can't wait to do this again with you. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful evening, and I'll see you soon. Thanks, Terry. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the interview with Terry. We were excited to get her on the show and she delivers because she's just real. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to be from that small town, <laughs> like that most people never get out nope. of and to do everything that she did, it was like that girl was an entrepreneur or is an entrepreneur. Yes. And I mean, I love seeing people do what she's done most definitely and yeah. i mean it's like a lot of paths are not what you're expecting mm -hmm. and her her story is a perfect example of making success out of the Chaos. off the beaten mm -hmm. path yeah exactly so anyway we want to say thank you to her for coming on most definitely. thank you terry and we look forward to doing some more uh content with her and so, anyway, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. Uh, so, we're going to shift gears here, and we're going to play a game. I don't trust you, man. So, the name of the game <sighs> is Stump the Chump. I and so, I, here, here's this. how we're going to do. Okay. I am going to give you a word, <clears throat> and the word is from... The cigar glossary terms. Oh, man. And so if you get one right, you score a point. If you get one wrong, 
You have to get on your. No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to go down that well, road. This game won't be played. <laughs> so, so no. If you if you get it wrong, it's a negative point. Okay. We're going to ask, and I'm going to say we're going to do twenty. If you get ten right, if you get ten right, I'm going to buy you a Padron 1926. Well, I won't get that. You don't think you can get ten, bruh, right? bruh. I just love smoking. I, I'm not a researcher into cigars like that. Yeah, but you might be able to, like... I'm not Sam. I Yeah, I understand. But I'm saying that, like, when you hear the words, you might be able to think of, like, the origin and the meaning of that originating concept and come up you with what... You don't even sound right saying all that. Come on, I'm dude. I'm making shit I up. I know. <laughs> You're going on. You might need to go sit in, ed- in Ed's class. I thought you were going to say his lap. Oh, God. <laughs> See, like, that's why I don't trust this. <laughs> that's why I don't trust this, man. Let's go. Come on. Come on. I'm ready. Now, the first one is going to be, I consider to be like an easy pitch. I expect you to hit this one. Cuban sandwich. A Cuban sandwich that has to deal with a cigar? Yeah. I don't, I've never eaten a Cuban sandwich. I don't know anything about Cuban sandwiches. Okay, so you got that one wrong. I know. I, yeah, you because a Cuban sandwich is a cigar that has, like, mixed fillers and like when you see a Cuban sandwich, like some of the really cheap cigars are, they like put all the scraps in that cigar, and that's why they call it a Cuban sandwich. What do you? What do you? What do you? What's what's the problem? Next. All right. Well, you know, I, it's going to take Cuban a, sandwich. Yes. Come on. Well, I thought you were going to say something while There's I looked nothing through to say. the next one. It's nothing to say. He came up with, he, you thought this game up, didn't you? No. Oh, yeah, I did think it's a game. <laughs> See, so the next one. I didn't go to school in Lubbock. Is dipping. The only thing I know about dipping is uh, most time people dip their cigars into whiskeys, cognacs, things Ding, like ding, that. ding, ding. You got one. Look at you. See, I knew you would get some of these. That was better than Cuban sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) But a lot of people know that term. Yeah, well, they can. I don't. I know. I'm just saying. So anyway, I'm impressed. You got that one. I I I didn't really. If if you would have said that to me, maybe after I thought about it, but I would never do that. Okay. I wouldn't say never. Never you say never. Yeah, that's true. Because if if you did it and you said it was wonderful, then you, I would probably give it a try. No, you wouldn't. Because every time I say something, you're like, ah, I'm not going to do it. Brian said he liked it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> well, mostly. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so, but on that one. Stop te- oh, you, you're being you. You're telling <laughs> yeah. a lie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the next yes, one? Yes, sir. Double Corona. That's a blend. But as far as that, I wouldn't know. What are you looking for, for with a double Corona? The process of pulling air 
through the drop on the wrong one. See, you don't even know what. How you going? <laughs> I've had a lot of bourbon. You've had none. Please bring You've Alex. Had none. Please bring Alex Trebek back. <laughs> hey, hey, I was, Man, I even take Merv Griffin right now. <laughs> You're like two hundred, Alex, for what is draw? <laughs> what is draw? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I was reading draw. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> Double Corona. Yes, you are correct. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a cigar size typically that measures seven and a half inches with a ring gauge between 49 and 52. Which is right And I'm a fan of those. Gauge, yeah. I mean, that's what the medallion is. Yep. And so. <laughs> he went to the wrong one. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> like, when I started. First of all, put the bourbon down. <laughs> You know what's funny is when I was reading the wrong definition, I was like, wow, that's not what I thought it was. (laughs) And you came up with this. I was like. I wrote that down. I I thought that was a Vitola. (laughs) Come on, bro. Stump the chump. (laughs) Okay. Face. Facings. For me, that's what I'm getting facings. You go into a, a humidor and they, they have the multiple facings, but evidently that's wrong because you said what, face. What, what, is, what is the multiple facings? I mean, what is it that you're looking for? When you go look and you say, oh, there's lots of facings. Yeah, the Viatolos. I'm looking for the Coronas, the hab- Habaneros. I'm looking for all whatever they have. Eh. I thought you were going to get it right in the beginning. So I'm supposed to be looking for the band. Boom. Boom. See, we ought to get Vic over here to play because he ain't no chump. <laughs> <laughs> That's the face. The band. So okay. the face is, it says the front of the cigar or the side that shows the cigar's band. That's the face. Lord, let this in. How long do we have, Larry? <laughs> God. <laughs> You're trying to find one. No, I'm trying to see if I can pronounce this one. Oh, Lord. So it's like, eh, we'll skip that one. Do we need a little Bucky and Dictionary? <laughs> Here we go. Flag tip. Nah, I definitely don't know anything about that one. That's it? Yeah. No, nope, I'm not, not I'm even, even going to guess. No, I'm not even going to You're not going to try to make some bullshit up? No, that's not me. That's oh. you. Because <laughs> I, I can convince you of what it's not. <laughs> we know. <laughs> and you'd want to buy it. <laughs> I'd sit back and be like, nah, this is a used car salesman. All right, you ready? Uh-uh. Yeah. Where's it at? <laughs> what was the word? Flag, Flag tip. tip. There yeah. it is. There it is. So instead of finishing a cigar with a traditional cap, a roller can simply extend the wrapper leaf oh, yeah, in a twist-off. The more common name for that is a pigtail. Yeah, a pigtail, I know. If you said yeah. pigtail, I knew exactly what you were talking I, about. Yeah, so you got Flag that. Flag tip, so, I did. So, I never I never would have known. Are you two for two or one for three? I'm two or, for two and two. You're one and three. I'm two and two. You're two and two? Yes, sir. Did you get that somebody, one? Yeah, no, I didn't get that one. <laughs> okay. Somebody keep somebody keep score. <laughs> Because he can't do these two things at once. <laughs> you, you, you don't want me to ask questions and keep yeah, I know. I'm finding out. <laughs> so, flag tip you did not get. No. But you're two and two. Yes. Is that true, Vic? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Vic says yes. We'll let him keep the score. Okay. 
I, this is going to be an easy one. If you get uh-huh. this one wrong, we're bringing Colton back. Okay. <laughs> the foot. We know that's the end of the, where you light. Boom. Boom. <laughs> I mean, we know what the foot is, but flag tip, I, you said pigtail, I'd have got it. All right. So now you're three and two. Yes. Wow. You're you're doing better than I thought so you would. So, Colton, you stay at the leaf. Front. He <laughs> said just like the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm sitting up. I'm leaving it alone. Front mark. Front mark? Front mark. So you're talking about something with the front of it. So I'm guessing. Oh, God. Front mark. Like, like that. that's a tough one. I know that's tough. Front mark. A mark in the front of the stick? You know what? I'm going to give you partial credit. Because I said one word in there somewhere. Well, you're on the front of the stick, yeah. and you're putting something. The name of the cigar's exact size or shape is called the front mark because it's commonly displayed on the front. That's a label. I was going to say another adjective before that, but that's a label. I, you know what? I'm even going to give you full credit for that. That's a label. Because you actually, in a roundabout way, got it. <laughs> roundabout. Yeah. So so now you're four and two. Oh, shoot. I, I'm like, I'm wow. Like the, I'm like the 49ers now. I, <laughs> so here's another one. Gum. What they use to uh, seal it. Damn. I give you another one. Uh, the five actual, and two, the, the five and two, but the actual uh, definition, which is the same as what you said, but uh, a little more in- information, is a tasteless, orderly, odorless yes. substance used to apply the head of the wrapper. What was I reading? Hey, you know I'm dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> so, head of the wrapper leaf. Around the bunch of a handmade cigar, gotcha. so it, it it's what they use to stick that the wrapper to the binder, basically. The adhesive, yeah, adhesive. <clears throat> Did you get that one? Five and two. Okay. Half wheel. <laughs> we know it's a. Uh, uh, get reviews from a half no wheel. no no that, that that's the name of a show <laughs> yeah, i know uh you yeah man i forgive myself because i that's how i get through life but i love those guys over at half yeah. they do a great job and that's the only thing that's coming to my mind now i'm stuck <laughs> when you said i was like the show the uh review i'm like but that's not what you're looking for no so you don't know the way they wrote it no you. This is not multiple choice. I'm done. I know, but you. I'm you, done. You. You're giving your answers as in I'm the done. form of a question. I'm done. Okay. Half Alex. wheel is fifty cigars in a bundle called a half wheel, a and usually, traditionally, they're tied in a ribbon. Yep. So, yep. I. I did. I totally. I, I did know that, me. but I would probably have not been able to remember. I was stuck on the show. Five and three. Hot. Oh, Hot, spicy, or you hotboxed it. Those are two I can think of. I'm going to say no go for you on that one else uh-huh. as well. It's uh, hot is cigars that are rolled too loosely or are 
underfilled burn hot. So, like, if you ever mash a cigar and it just squishes, mm-hmm. when it gets to that section, it, like, really comes alive heat-wise. Didn't I just say it was burning hot? Yeah, but, yeah, but. I, <laughs> yeah, but is not a word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying you a cigar. <laughs> yeah, but is not a word. <laughs> All right, six and two. Six and three. Oh, six and three. three. I got to find a hard, I got to find a hard one. Yeah. I didn't think that you would get that one. Oh, all right. Here we go. Lance. I know what a Lance is. So I'm taking as it in a, like a Lancero, a Viatola. And Alex says, "Eh." okay. So another name for a cigar piercer or cutter. That's the. But but you we sh- don't even use that name, so I understand. I, I'm good because okay. I've never used that I, name. I thought you were going to get that one right when you started with a Lancer. Yeah, I thought that's where you were going. But then I hit Lancero in my mind, right. and that's where I, I ran with it. And so. that's the next word on the list, but we're not doing that. <laughs> you're not going to give me what is this? Is five four or five five? No, no, you're six. Six six and four. Yeah, six and four. Is that where we're at? Okay, or six and five. Is it six and four, six and five. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. Lathe. That's what I know. A lathe is something you put on. It's uh, ah, I can't think of the actual word because you use a lathe and other things. It's like ah, you look like you should be skating. Yeah, but back I in nineteen seventy, I, I can't get what's in my mind in words that will define it, will describe it perfectly. So I, I'm, I'm gonna let it go. You were wrong. On the cigar part, but on the lathe part. Right. I yeah. mean, we know what a lathe yeah. is, but because the wood is rounded uh-huh. like it had been on a lathe, that's, that's the what... poles up in the ceiling where they dry the tobacco leaves. Gotcha. That's what they hang from. Okay. That's a tough one. Yeah. I, I never knew that. Yeah. I never knew that. <laughs> All right. So let's see. That was a hard one. Are you ready for this one? This is a kind of a tough one. Lector. Nope. Done. That sounds like Lex Luthor's son. I thought that's where you would go. (laughs) No, it's not a person that's a superhero. Uh It's a person in the cigar factory who reads to the cigar rollers while they make cigars. So it has to have somebody read to them? That's what they used to do. Like the guy would sit up at the front while everybody in there was rolling cigars and he would read all the newspapers. So like, you know, I mean, you're not just sitting there rolling all day. You're actually listening to a dude. I mean, it makes time go by faster. Okay. Where is learn a lot of information? What is the root word in lector? How do they get newspaper reader out of lector? I, I don't think it was from newspaper. No, I'm just talking about reader. Where do you get reader out of lector? So, I want to say Here we the go. Latin Here term. Here we go. No, 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 no. Here for we real, go. for real. The Latin term lect comes from the word dialect. That Well, actually, dialect came from lect. And so, even though it's not a reader, it comes from human audio voices. 
Are you go- are you are you googling that? You no, know I am because I'm not trying to listen to what you're saying. <laughs> so, so for you people at home, that is 100 percent legit. This is a distinct variety of language, exactly, which comes from the standard. Latin term "tech" uh, "lect," which in this, later this. <laughs> 66 next because <laughs> we're not going to sit there and listen to this <laughs> now I can see where it comes from that's where lecture comes from yeah lect but that's it's speaking it's human audio I said human that's, audio you said reading no but you said reader I never said reader, reader. You said, I never said reader rewind it no you said the man was sitting up there reading yeah he was but I'm just saying the word lector comes from lect. Can I get a blue? No. You're done. Air freshener. Are right, you ready? You ready? Yeah. Nosing. I know what I want to say, but we want to we we try to stay corporate friendly right now. <laughs> nope. Nosing. Nothing. Nothing. You're not even gonna give it a nope. shot. Nope. I don't do that. It's the proper term of retrohaling. Ah. Pushing cigar smoke through huh. your nose. Huh. Nosing produces added layers of complexity in your perception from a premium cigar. I can get that. I can get that from there. Yeah. I, I, I thought maybe you might reach and go that way. No. But apparently there's a little more quit in you than I thought. No, I just don't BS. Partido. Next, <laughs> a region in eight Cuba. And six, it's eight and six now. <laughs> a region in Cuba where premium tobacco is grown. Okay. Next. I'm not even going there. Oh lore. Nine and six. <laughs> <laughs> oh lore is a tobacco variety grown in Dominican Republic and predominantly used as a binder and filler. Olar is large in size of the leaves. Okay. Next. All right. What is it? Nine and six? Perfecto. (laughs) That's a very Okay. Bingo. You have any Devel? Nine and seven. Do you have any Devels? <laughs> do you have any characteristics no. of that Vitola? No. I mean, when I say perfecto, you don't want to say what kind no. of Vitola that no. is? Okay, it's I'll read it. You did you did get it right. It is a cigar Vitola that tapers at both ends. Mm-hmm. Like this. I understand. Okay. I know what that is. All but right. I was I didn't think that's what you were looking for, so I wasn't gonna keep going with that. All right, here's another one that I think you should know. Pilone. Pilone? That, now, I knew of a historic person named Pilone, <laughs> but has nothing to do with this. So, another region somewhere? No. Okay, what's a Pilone? So, whenever they bring all the tobacco leaves in, they put them in Pilones. And during the... F- fermentation process tobacco leaves are arranged in these pilones also called bulks or burrows or trojes and takes and place seven. the tobacco is cured in a curing barn come for on give me the last three man let's go <laughs> wasn't that that wasn't that 10 no that's 10 and 7 right 
So you said done. 20. Yeah, if you needed them, but you don't need them, you already lost. How? Three more is 10 and 10. What? Oh, That's so, that Lubbock so, math. So, 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 <laughs> My friend so, has a problem with arithmetic here. So so you – so are if you tie, is that going to be counted as a win? It's not a loss. The stump has been shown. <laughs> the stump has been shown. I like that. I thought I liked that. <laughs> but what, the words you coming up with, I'm, I, I'm not going to get 10 and 10. I don't think it's going to come out that way. All right, all right, here we go. I want to give you the. Who upper- ever heard of P. Long, man? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, mo- I know. I think most, and both of them over sixty. I think, <laughs> I think most. I mean, I've interviewed so many people that talk about the. You do, the, yeah. I don't. I don't interview. I know. People I interviewed went to jail, and they said nothing about Pallones. All right, so this is. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to slap you with another one. I, I can believe it. <laughs> San Andreas. That's a that's a and and and, uh, that's not Mexico. Is it Mexico? It's a region that has a leaf that is a a part of a blend. The San Andreas uh, cigars. Let me see if you got that one right. No, I can't remember where is is San Andreas. A type of wrapper leaf named after the region in Mexico where it's grown. Sometimes called ten and eight San Andreas Negro. Cut. Often dark in color. What do you say? The San Andreas what? <laughs> I mean, San Andreas what? Yeah, show me that. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it says Negro. <laughs> okay, I you mean, safe? <laughs> I mean, if I was in Lubbock, <laughs> it might not have sounded like Negro. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'm going to give you credit for that. Hell but it's often it right. a dark in color, and it exhibit, exhibits an oily. <laughs> Dire texture, and the San Andreas wrappers appears, and it's uh, prized, rich, spicy, and uh, uh, also has a sweetness to it. Yes. I I love San Andreas. Me too. So good job. All right, you ready for the next one? Yes. <sighs> He's looking for a hard one to look at. <laughs> Man you know of what? Everyone on here, <laughs> I think that you're gonna know. I pray. Semi. Skip that one. <laughs> I can't pronounce that one. <laughs> Short filler. We need we need another another host in this game, <laughs> dude. I'm like poised to take over. Was that show? You know, with Alex Sherback. Oh, the. Uh- Jeopardy. Yeah, Jeopardy people, if you're paying attention, I would make the show so much more fun. <laughs> they don't have bourbon. <laughs> now, you can smoke cigars, but they're... they'd be like, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're saying. What is, who is this? Who hired this dude? <laughs> it's a filler. Yeah, you got it. Well, I mean, what about it? It's a filler. What about it being a filler? It's not the long filler. All right. I'm I'm gonna make <laughs> it's not the long filler. I'll let you slide in on that one. Ten and nine. All right. We have a chance. Oh, all right. No, nine and ten. All right, you I'm ready? I'm losing at this Are moment. Are you nine and ten? Yeah, I'm losing at this moment. I thought he was eight. No, no, he got the last one. Wow. I'm gonna have to find a good one oh, now. Here we go. 
and he ain't even gonna pronounce it right. He gonna find one. No, of the no, words. no, no. I can't bring. I cannot. I if I tried, maybe. <laughs> I cannot mispronounce this word. I hope not. Ready? Suckers. Your lips. <laughs> <laughs> Your lips. Nope. <laughs> you lose. Suckers. Tobacco plants can produce unwanted sh- shoots called suckers. Workers must remove these shoots from the plant of tobacco to preserve the nutrients of the plant. Now, did you know where suckers were? I was thinking of Larry, but I'm going to say that. Wow. <laughs> I didn't want to wow. go there, but you made me do it. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 11 and 9. 11 okay. and 9. Yeah. You were close. Yeah, until you pulled out suckers. But it, it reading through this list made me go, I don't know near <laughs> as much as I thought I knew. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, I, mean, I know what you mean. Because I know there's guys out there that knew every one of those, plus all of them. And this list is and like... And I say hooray to them. When I, I printed do. out this list, it's 29 pages. Yeah, I'm looking at you just going through pages. Yeah. Pulling, like, is that many glossary Dude, words dealing I, with cigars? And I'm going to give credit because Larry Denton is the one who brought that to my attention. Sucker. So I would have got that one right. Yeah. <laughs> Dead on. So, hey, before we go, I want to talk about McAuliffe Cigars. Yes. If you guys haven't signed up to be an ambassador, make sure you do. It's in the show notes. Uh, if you haven't tried their line, they have something for everyone. I promise you. To me, it's worth going through the entire line. Yes, it is. Because when I went through their entire line, you know what I found? What's that? I found three go-tos that i smoke daily yeah you know what i mean so if you try one or two you might be like oh i really like this one but if you smoke the entire line you'll find more yeah and a go-to cigar Mm -hmm. is like to me the holy grail yeah because yeah i want to find those individual sticks that are special but having a cigar that I can go to day in and day out and be exactly, exactly what right. I want, mm-hmm. that knocks it out of the park yes, for me. Most definitely. And then also, let's talk about Case Elegance. First of all, yeah, you're wearing the hat, the Claro. Put that over there, Larry, so people can see. But anyway, uh, they make badass humidors. Humidors, accessories. I have one. You have <sighs> one. Larry has the travel humidor. Yes. And I'm going to tell you guys how badass the travel humidor is we're going to show it to you larry yeah there there's larry so we've showed that before on the show but that's not the same one nope because larry <laughs> who was gifted this travel humidor the, it got the last travel it, it got stolen <clears throat> larry had some assholes break into his truck and stole his travel humidor. Yes, they did. And somebody even gifted Larry another one, mm-hmm. a, a different one. Yeah. <clears throat> Larry still went online and got it and bought it mm-hmm. again because he because it's that badass. Yes, it is. The leather that they use supple. is supple. supple. It's pristine. It is straight from heaven. <laughs> Pigs in heaven. <laughs> I mean, 
Jacob oh, goodness. killed a pig, no, climbed or down, a cow. He climbed down the ladder. And sent kicked. it down. Claro has exclusive exclusivity on that yeah, you pig. Des- you destroyed it. I, did I destroy it? it? All right. So you get the idea. Yeah, it's it's badass leather. Yeah, it's it's badass it. leather. Anyway, they are coming out with a... You, let me ask you. Do you love your military footlocker Heck humidor? Yes. Have you seen the new one? Is there a new one? There is the exact same military footlocker styled humidor, and it's done in a flat black. I'll have to. Dude, have no, wait a minute. Humidor. Wait a minute. It's a very limited edition. They, so I need to they, do it quickly. They have only made 300 of these. Yes, I need to do it quickly. And. Dude, I saw the picture of it, and I was like, "We need a damn. couch. We need a couch, but we can sit in the chairs for a little bit." Right, longer. right, right. <laughs> so, I'm telling you right now that black military style footlocker oh. humidor and all flat the black too, flat black, oh. and all the hardware is polished gunmetal. Oh, yeah, dude, it looks, yeah, yeah it looks yeah. like it should be. A uh, what is that car? The Bugatti. <laughs> I mean, it's like it should be in that type of environment. So that's an advertisement of Bugatti. Yeah, with that humidor on top of it. And I don't know if you know this, but the two founders of Case Elegance uh-huh. just started doing a podcast. Oh, that's cool. Well, video. Podcast. It's on their website, uh-huh. and it's. Just the two founders hanging out, smoking cigars, pairing with different alcoholic Mm -hmm. adult beverages. beverages. And, I mean, I love the fact that they are putting themselves out there for the guys that say, I want to know who I'm buying products from. You know what I mean? Because when you have... That's the same mindset that McAuliffe used. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you are out there... For the people to yes. be like, hey, here I am. This is I, me. This, this is not just some company with a marketing ploy. Yeah. We're the real deal. Being and re- re- to put yourself yeah. out there like that is impressive to me. 100. That's being real. Now, that's what that's what consumers look for, especially I'm gonna, in the I'm provider. Gonna, I'm going to tell you a secret. Oh, Lord. So, and nobody can tell Case Elegance that I did this. So I went on and I watched their show. They do listen, you know. So I went on and I watched their show. Uh-huh. And I love the content. Okay. The information, what they're smoking, what they're pairing with. Gotcha. The conversations was great. Gotcha. But they had a comment section down below where you had to put your name uh-huh. and your email address. Uh-huh. And then you could send in a comment. So I immediately typed in Bob and Bob at gmail.com. And I promise you, Bob hates my guts because I send all the junk I don't want to Bob. So anyway, in the comments, I said, put on some pants. Nobody wants to see your balls. And it came across the screen? No, it just went to them. Oh, oh. I thought you said it was a, a, a part at the bottom. No, no, no. It's not live. Oh, Lord. I say, first of all, Bob knows who you are now. <laughs> and then they know that you did. And that they was know, Rob. Hey, they know that I'm Bob. <laughs> yeah. It's Rob. It's not Bob. It's Rob. 
So, oh my gosh. Anyway, man. though, I love the content. I just think Michael should put some long pants on. <laughs> as, as Larry called them, long pants. <laughs> right. So anyway, look down in the show notes, show and show it'll take you straight on over to Case Elegance. I love those guys. They, The innovation that I saw last week on a conference call with those guys, I was impressed yeah. with. And we'll talk about that on an up-and-coming show. But what they are doing design-wise, utility-wise, practicality wise is amazing yeah. so check them out and if you order one of their humidors use cigar talk yes. coin and you'll get 10 percent off or a challenge coin whichever you want, whichever you want. what he got both. Oh, well, big boy here he got said, both oh, he got the 10 percent he got 10 percent off and the, the coin, coin. In, where's your coin what is he deaf He's in his pocket. I'm not reaching for it. He's 6'9". That's a deep pocket, bro. <laughs> so anyway, guys, we also want to give a shout out to our Patreon members. Yes. We thank you guys for supporting the show. We thank Vic for coming and being we, on the yeah, show. Vic is a Patreon, yeah. and we just want to say thank you to all of you guys yes. because you are what keeps us going. Most definitely. I mean, we have people who listen, but you guys actually give feedback mm -hmm. as far as also supporting the show. Yes. And so we appreciate that, and I just want to give a shout-out right quick to Orlando, <laughs> Groot, Zeka, Kyle, Kyle. Uh, John, John Lane. Oh, <laughs> no, dude. He said no. <laughs> Let me tell you something. What? Jack's Rocks, I hope you're listening, bro. <laughs> I, You know what? Jack Rocks is in a such high <laughs> level of euphoria right now. You want to know why? Why? Because Terry Runnels uh -huh. addressed him by name during her interview. Wow. Yeah, he on that rocket for real right now. <laughs> Are you aware that he is the announcer at wrestling events? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. For for those small markets. Yeah. And, for and it's awesome, dude. Yeah. I've, I've watched videos of him out there, and I'm like, dude, we want to see more of you. Oh, man. Love it. Love it. Love, Jack. Keep moving, bro. Yeah, Keep man. moving. And thank, thank you. And also, over in Atlanta, we've got Gunny. Yes, sir. Gunny, thank you for supporting the show. Gunny's the only guy at the king level. Mm-hmm. And I mean, dude, he's been there a long time, and we Appreciate want to give you a direct yes, thank sir. you. Yes, sir. All of our Patreons are so important to us, and you really do help the show keep going. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we do get cigars, but cigar talk is so in debt. <laughs> <laughs> Equipment. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, thank you guys for taking care of us. We do. We really do appreciate yes, it. Anyway, man, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. Hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, keep smoking. Boom.